0: Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or... Follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim.
1: Hey Chad, doing good tonight. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I' uh, yeah, pretty excited about this, you know, coaching search we got going on. We got a little bit of news that have come out uh, about the coaching search, so we'll be able to get into that a little bit and look at it. Hey, look, callers, get come on, let's let's get some calls going. I mean, the listenership has went back up, skyrocketed through the roof. One of the best episodes as far as listenership goes last week. So you know we got a brand new coach, you know coming in. We got an intern. Uh, there's reason to be excited. So call in, write us, give us a note. You know, let's get, let's get some more. Uh, let's get some more of the listeners involved. Uh, I was really enjoying it earlier in the year whenever you guys were letting us know your thoughts and feelings and and where you stood on things. And I want that to continue. I don't want that to fall off.
2: Yeah, and
1: especially I'd really like some of your coaching list, you know, even if it doesn't have to be a top 10, but mm-hmm. you know, listeners, top three lists, top five lists, just interesting hires. It's like, man, guys, I can't be able to believe you left off blank, you know, and give us a reason. Other listeners would like to hear from you, too, but especially when we saw the numbers for how the, the increase in listeners, I think people were excited that there's going to be a coaching change made, so uh, we'd like to hear from you. Absolutely.
0: <coughs> absolutely so you know listen you know we're gonna we'll kind of kind of lay it out for you way this is gonna look you know we're gonna talk about the cartridge search a little bit we'll take a little break then we'll go in and we're gonna talk about uh, the LSU game and and what our chances are there and uh, take a little break and then we'll go into basketball and we'll talk about that so uh, just excited to have everybody with us tonight and uh, I guess we're getting this thing rolling. So, as first comes the first, Houston Nut has been contacted. And, uh, you know, he said that uh, John Fagg gave him a call and said, hey, you know, we're just uh, touching base and just wanted to see if you're interested. And I'm glad to hear that they're at least, you know, talking about uh, going that route and they're at least doing their due diligence and looking at that. I guess the other report was that uh, Norvell had turned it down and said, uh, "You know, no, I'm not uh, not taking the job. More interested in uh, Florida State, trying to get that one." And uh, you know, more power to you. Uh, then you got Kiffin, who uh, you know they uh, I guess they said, "Hey." Yeah, somebody tweeted at him and said, you know, we need to get you up here to Arkansas, and this that and other, and he said, well, I guess you've never been down to Boca Raton, which is definitely not a no, and I have been to Boca Raton, and look, Kiffin is a young guy, he is a uh, guy that I guarantee you, listen, Lane, if you're listening, you're going to enjoy Dixon a whole lot more than the retirement community down in Boca, I guarantee you, just give it a shot.
1: Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, you know, that's, I agree with you, Chad. That's not a, that's not a pure no from him. That's not just like, I'm staying here. That's just, you know, complimenting his program and, you know, uh, yeah. he's been doing that. He's always like, he's always tweeting things like that out. He's a kind of a, use social media uh, marketing tool for his program and a good and positive way for the school. So why wouldn't you, you know, talk about until, until something happens and, uh, he's our coach or, Anybody yeah. in that situation is our coach. Like, why would you be like,
0: oh, yeah, can't wait to be there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, he can't come out and say, like, oh, I'm excited about being there, you know, and or you guys contacted me, or I would love that job. Like, Lane can't do that, right? But he can just kind of let people know, like, hey, you know, I'm hearing the, I'm hearing the talk, and, and uh, you know... Not that not that I don't want to come up there, but, you know, just throw something out that, that says, you know, <clears throat> I understand that, you know, you guys want me, and, uh, you know, I, I am happy where I'm at. Basically saying, like, you're going to have to come get me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. Um, again, like you said, he's using social media as a tool, as a marketing tool as a recruitment tool he's really good at it um but it definitely didn't put anything in in any type of a no category like we're not gonna you know i'm not gonna take that job wouldn't take that job anything like that saying like you know i guess you've never been to Boca. like that's obviously (laughs) that's not even really a compliment to Boca. honestly i mean it really that actually didn't say anything like yeah but Boca's the best like, like, yeah yeah like, like there's no way I'm believing there's, there's like no that. way I'm leaving Boca or time
1: with all these old folks you know uh, <laughs> I did see uh, uh, Luther Campbell uncle Luke for, from uh, two live crew was like uh, like where are we going and where are we moving to in Arkansas
0: so that was interesting I guess <laughs> that's they're, interesting I might they're buddies Hear but,
1: more about that you know he's he's a Miami guy so I was like hey man Luther Cam- Uncle Luke's down to move to Fayetteville, I guess.
0: Well, yeah, and I a little story. Um, I actually interviewed with uh, Luther Campbell and the uh, head coach at uh, Northwestern in Miami. How oh, oh, long was man. that? Four years ago? Five years ago? Yeah, yeah. It's it been five That's years awesome. ago. It was right after I, right after I was at EG and we, went, yeah. and we went on that championship run and we lost in the semifinal. So right after that year, imagine, you remember that you came to the game. You came to a game that year. We were doing so good. You came all the way down to Arkansas to Florida and watched, watched one of the high school games.
1: Yeah, I it was a lot better than the yeah. uh, Razorback in Florida game the next day.
0: Good Lord, good Lord, <laughs> man. Well, that's awesome, man.
1: That is a good story. I'm glad. Yeah.
0: So I went down there and interviewed with him, and uh, yeah, down to earth guy. You know, for yeah. like, and and at the time, like I didn't realize who i was interviewing with you know what i mean um i had done some research on the team or whatnot but you know and i understood like it was a powerhouse team and this was a big deal to to get to interview and stuff but i I didn't realize like he was you know part of two life crew you know and then uh after the interview I, i figured that out and i was like wow you know, he was just a really cool, really, really smart dude. And he knows his football. Like, he's a really, uh, I think he was the defensive coordinator over there at the time. And, uh, yeah, he really knows his football. He's really, really good with his X's and O's. So, you know, anyway, just he, a little side so he knows, there.
1: So, he knows football, man. So, that's that's a good sign for, uh, he's down for the move to Arkansas. So. Yeah.
0: Is he working with Lane now?
1: Is I don't think out of so. Is he high
0: school ball or?
1: I don't think he's working with him. I, oh, okay. I guess they're just friends or, you know.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I think he's just – that's what I uh, got it as that, you know uh, what I mean? that, he's well, that like, sounds, hey, sounds, sounds good. Right. Let's go to the SEC, man. Let's do it.
0: So if we – here's the thing, and everybody's been talking about different coaches or whatnot, and, and uh, you know, I'm kind of a Lane Kiffin fan, so I've been keeping up with him for a while. And one of the things you don't hear media talk about really right now is that his – brother is his defensive coordinator and so that's probably who we'd have as our defensive coordinator do you think that could be a you know an issue or do you you know think his brother is as good as a coach as as lane is
1: i don't know i guess i haven't um you know he's been known especially here lately he's been known for i think he has a top since he's been at Fort Atlantic, at least mm-hmm. you know, he's been uh top five for like most explosive offenses. Um but that could work. I mean, he, did he I mean, he probably learned under Monty too. Mm-hmm. And Monty was a damn good coach, so
0: Oh yeah. And he was a defensive guy too, so Oh
1: I mean, if he trusts him, I mean, if he thinks he's you know, he's putting a lot on the line, you know, if he if he was to take this job, so
2: mm-hmm.
0: No, I agree. I think it'd be interesting thing to think about. Like, check check that out. Like, if you, you know, uh, you know, you don't have anything going or whatnot. Check out his, uh, you know, FAMU's diff- or not FAMU, but uh, Florida Atlantic's, um, you know, defensive numbers and stuff like that. And it, mm. uh, you know, just think about it because it's probably a package deal. The thing with Norvell is I don't I don't know. To me, I don't really like the guy. I don't know, There's something about him. This doesn't seem like. He's Arkansas football coach material, and I don't even know—I don't even know if it's fair for me to say that, you know. Uh, looking at his record, whatnot, SEC wins against Ole Miss, stuff like that. Uh, but I just have this, just a gut feeling with him, you know. And uh, who knows? It might be our next coach, and if it, and if we get him, I mean, I hope, you know, I'm gonna be rooting for him all the way. I saw somebody the other day was like, if we get. Houston Nut, Now, listen to this, Tim. If we get uh-huh. Houston Nut, I'm not going to support the Razorbacks while Houston Nut's there. I'm not going to watch any games. Now, I've always been one to be like, don't say that's not a fan, right? Like, I've always yeah. been on that boat. Like, I've, I've, I've pulled that card out a couple times on this podcast. And I'm just going to say it, Tim. If you're willing to not watch Arkansas Razorback games... Don't sound like a fan to me. I think that's the bare minimum, right? Like like I understand like you couldn't catch the game. That's different than I'm gonna protest and not
1: watch And and to come out and say it look like a look like a jackass, you know, and just announce it to the world like, alright man, well we don't want you. I don't hope hope you never you know says anything. Pick another damn team. I don't care. That's not who we want, man.
0: I don't care who we hire. I don't care if we hire Morris back. I'm still watching him. Yeah. I'm still yeah, watching still- every single game.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm riding with whoever the coach is. No, I agree with you. Uh, Norvell, to me, it now seems like I don't – I think we kind of had – I think we kind of spurned him last time when we hired Morris. So, you know, he's, yeah. the thing was today that – or even yesterday that he was – looking more in Florida State or whatever. Fine. I mean, that's fine. He's nobody to grovel and beg for. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's one. Norvell to me is more like, all right, well, uh, gosh, if he's our coach and does well, people are going to go back and be like, man, y'all just didn't. Norvell just led us to a championship. You didn't think he was going to be, you know, shit. But no, man, I just, uh, I don't think it's somebody we need to grow for you know, compete with Florida for state over. But he's a coach, man. I did see, like, he's always got kind of good running backs. So. Like, this mm-hmm. year, I know he had a top three in the nation running back. And then, uh, for as far as yards at least. And then I know he's had like Devin Singletary and some other good. I know I thought I just went to Lane Kiffin. <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier. All right. No, a uh, couple, couple running backs that went pro uh, from Memphis Pollard and what's that? Uh, I think Henderson, uh, 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 Rams played for yeah, the last yeah. year. So he does like, you know, he does like to run the ball. Huh? That's, I know he likes to pass, but, but there's that.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's even fair that that I that I have something against him. It's just it's just a gut instinct. And if we got him, like, yeah, I would be like, I would root for. Him. I think yeah. I think he'll do a better job than Morris. Let's put it that way. I think he'd I'd definitely be a better coach than Morris. Um, I think he'd yeah, get us to the point that's, that's of getting eight, thing. nine wins. You know what I'm saying? But can he get over the hump? Can he win a championship? You know? And I guess that's the same thing with Leach. You know, Leach is the other big coach we're hearing right now. And uh, I would say Leach is probably our number two at this point. I think uh, it might be, and this is just pure conjecture and guessing on my part, but it might be, um, you know, like Norvell slash Kiffin at number one and then Leach at the number two spot. So, um, I don't know. What do you think? What, do you think Leach could get us over the hump? Do you think he could take that next step? That's the one thing he hasn't done. It's like won a, you know, won a championship or whatnot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't know what option we are that has won a championship, but I mean, I don't know, man. He seems like a, Eight win average kind of guy here, which is not bad, actually. I mean, it's kind of what uh, Nut was, but we'd like to have a couple years of getting. We haven't been to SEC championships games since 2006. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, man. Right now, I'm just, damn it, I want to make a bowl game and win some SEC games, compete for the division.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't,
1: I, don't, I don't know if he's. He has, I mean, he's done very well, I mean, at Texas Tech and Washington State, but I don't know if it's. I don't know what we'd expect, man, to come in and mm-hmm. right away. But it's interesting. But I mean, if he's named, I'll I'll be more excited than I was for Morris. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one.
0: What about Malzahn? I mean, um, that's other. I mean, he's got that's other name that's out there. That's that's the one the national media is pushing the most is as Malzahn, saying that you know he might. Make the jump or the move.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure he's going to get, I'm sure he's, there's no reason for him to leave unless he gets fired because he's got such a big buyout. They just signed from two years ago when we were looking for and He played us for, or is that him and his agent played us for, you know, a newer contract? Like he's got a hell of a buyout and he's not won any more, any big game since then. They want him out at Auburn. So it's going to have to be where he gets fired. But
0: look, guys, the, he, he might be in we'll Alabama. Look. Too, if you think about it, I mean Alabama's out of quarterback. They the other good quarterback they got, they let run off over to Oklahoma. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) they are uh, not in a good spot with their quarterback situation right now. At you know Auburn, Auburn's in a pretty good spot. They don't have a lot of injuries or anything right now, and they're going in to play them. They could they could pull a win out. Uh, they like 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 they they could, they could win this game. I don't think it's a, I think it's more of a toss up than it was previously. Oh,
1: oh, for sure. A week ago, this time for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Malzahn's a guy that two years ago I like. I've never like just like oh we gotta go get Gus. He's the greatest. Yeah, two no. year go, two years ago I started to like talk myself into it's like you know what I mean. He is, he's he's had some success in the SEC. He has taken a team to the championship game. but Other guys with Chizik's players. I guess some of his kind of still program. But, uh... Yeah. But, like, even now, it's like, no, I don't really want Gus, and I definitely don't want to
2: mm-hmm. pay him
1: too much and beg for him. But I could, if he was hired, I mean, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be like, well, we're just never gonna... I'm never... I'm never going to a game again or anything, you know. He's... He definitely doesn't...
0: Yeah. I mean, we're definitely I, gonna have seasons like he's having at Auburn right now. Get eight and four seasons. Yeah, You but, know? Nine and two every once in a while, you know, good, average seasons that give you mm. no reason to fire him for years yeah. and years and years,
1: <laughs> years and years. You never know, man. Maybe he just gets that like like he had with the when he gets a good like running quarterback and like a yeah. kind of dual a good dual threat quarterback and has his offense where he can run the ball like that. And if he could recruit some, he's good at like offensive line and has good defensive
0: line as he had. He would have won several games this year with his, just with his superior play play calling in my opinion. Oh yeah, that offense with Boyd and, mm-hmm. and a lot of I mean, hell,
1: he, he's playing a true freshman this this year in Bo Nick, so he, he definitely probably would have put in KJ from the beginning and ran that ran mm-hmm. his offense with him. A lot of these coaches, yeah, a lot of these definitely could have got
0: this team to a bowl game looking back at the schedule. Yeah.
1: That's the thing. Yeah. We, we don't need to rehash that, but yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no, no, we're not gonna get into that. Well, all right. So, what do you think about? Let's move on. So we'd we both be okay with, you know, Gus. But it's he's definitely not our number one. Like, yeah. So we. That's a fair. I think that's fair. That's
1: that's best you can say it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what do you think about this fickle guy? That's the that's the other guy that that everybody's talking about. Thirty and eighteen. He was six and seven at Ohio State one year.
1: Yeah, that was. Uh, and
0: that was right after the whole incident with Trussell and the a whole situation with you know inking inking themselves and stuff and that whole. Yeah, that. That. we played that we played them in that game and they dropped that defensive end out into the flats and picked the ball off. It was, he, and,
1: he was. He was. Why didn't we court. just
0: scoop and score, man? Why didn't we just scoop and score? I don't know. Why didn't we catch the baseball that dropped between three guys?
1: Another good question. Just right
0: there. Why'd Fish Mm -hmm. fumble that ball?
1: Why did sterner fumble that ball against Tennessee?
0: Who sets the ball down like a loaf of bread? Just sets it on the ground. Yeah, come yeah. Man so alright yeah
1: that's some bad luck man 2006 game when Hillis Hillis was hurt that game you couldn't throw it so he's not he's a big part of that like offense and he he was he never just like took a ball to the house and put a return but he never tried like he was just like that's what he's back there for to always always catch it you know and it's just like that one damn game against Ed Meyer and uh, Tebow and whatever the other quarterback ahead of him were and Percy Harvin and all those guys beat man
0: so anyway, I guess you know he worked with Meyer for one year, uh, then he went over to the Bearcats, and now he's twenty-four and eleven. That's Cincinnati, and they've they've been pretty much a horrible team uh, for a very long time. There's a few coaches that went up there and tried to turn them around and lost their jobs and and kind of their reputation. So I, mean, I,
1: I kind of do like I mean having a having a defensive guy, <laughs> having a defensive guy. And I, Bielma, we were sold beatle was a defensive guy but this mm-hmm. guy seems. this guy seems like he, i mean it'd be like one that i could actually see getting hired and uh, everybody's like okay but he at least he has a winning record head coach record oh yeah so like i could i would i would definitely like, i mean all if right,
0: you, if you get it, Cincinnati to 11 and two yeah, i think yeah you well, get and par- par- they Marshall might go saw there too you
1: know they might go 11 and one 12 and one this year too so, so I mean, if, you, if you're
0: doing finish. that, like, look up the how bad Cincinnati was. Yeah, it was I got you. a bad situation there for a long time. Yeah, let me look up the. Uh... So, I, I I think I'd be kind of excited for Fickle to come in. He seems proven, like, yeah, way he's... more proven than, you know, Horace uh, was, definitely.
1: A... Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's a tough situation coming after Trestle and the Silk. I mean,
0: Ooh.
1: you know, it's kind of like,
0: yeah, I mean, there was all kinds of, uh, it's
1: kind of like when us with Petrino left the 2012 stuff. year. You know what I mean? Well, but a better coach. I think coach, we so. just
0: put the wrong person at OC there. I mean, I love John yeah. L to death. He's a great coach. I just think that, uh, the move should have been to put Garrick McGee at head coach for that year. I think we See more of a more of a uh, Petrino type style offense. You know, keep the offensive coordinator going. It's got that offense running. Don't put somebody else new in there. Yeah, Start well, the, the tinkering with stuff. You know. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. I just remember
1: in the Louisiana Monroe game that set the whole season spiraling. Man, he just like he didn't run the ball. Like he just kept passing it over. Like we had a big lead, and he just wouldn't wouldn't damn run the clock out. <laughs> Get a win, just refuse to. Golly, refuse to do it. But uh, okay, the year before Fickle got there, they were four and eight. The year before that, seven and six. Then a couple nine and four and ten and three seasons with Butch Jones. Tupperville had a couple nine win seasons. Mm. But uh, then Brian Kelly, as the Notre Dame coach, had a twelve win season, a eleven win season. But before that, yeah, I mean it's never been a. Yeah, it's never been a. Uh, They've had some. I mean, that's that's pretty. I mean, well, Butch Jones didn't really work out for Tennessee, but he was a good recruiter. But Brian Kelly's been decent. Or Mark Dan Antonio for, uh, went to uh, Michigan State. He's been good. And Brian Kelly's when the Notre Dame's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. So maybe Fickle would too. I
0: I don't I don't know. I think I'd be I think I'd be happy with Fickle. I'm pretty excited about that. I think that would be. Yeah. You know, I'm happier than I would with this, you know, Brent Venables, you know, that everybody keeps talking about, uh, the coordinator over at Clemson. Everybody's saying, like, oh, he could be one of the guys, too. Like, that's another name getting thrown out there at, uh,
1: well, you know, I just want some about head it,
0: coaching experience, you know.
1: Yeah, and I really, I don't know, man. I'm kind of soured on the whole Clemson thing after Morris.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it was
1: a name that I thought of a couple of years ago, but he didn't have experience in either, but. And it's like, I haven't really heard as much this, this time around about them, but all Clemson things kind of soured me from, from me
0: about And then, you know, that's the other thing that you hear about is uh, Pittman, getting Sam Pittman, bringing Sam yeah. Pittman in. Like, he's the guy. A lot of the old, you know, Belma pra- players and stuff want, you know, Pittman in. And uh, while I appreciate those players' opinions and stuff, um, I don't know for me again no head coaching experience. I think when you're in this situation you don't want to you know you don't want somebody that has to learn on the job, you know. So, I don't know what do you what do you think about yeah, Pittman? Are you Not
1: not in the way where this ain't the year to have a kind of a, a just a forever like position coach and coordinator just mm-hmm. get promoted to first head coaching job no matter what level. Um I think Pittman I was I think it's kind of like I guess he's Said it a lot that he likes living here, and his wife will like living here. They just didn't get along with Bielma, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: I, I can believe that. Uh, and what I mean, he's just gone to Georgia, so that's not really a bad, a bad move. Georgia football, and they've been really good. But I'd like him as a uh, assistant head coach um, or associate head coach, and offense line coach. He's a heck of a recruiter. We had actually those first couple years with Bielma had decent lines that mm-hmm. he uh, pretty much recruited. Once he left, it went to went to crap, and we're still, still uh, haven't had a good line in, a, in quite a quite a few years. Time. But I, head coach wise, I,
0: I don't I don't know about that. But
1: I'd like to see him back on the staff. Yeah.
0: Well, everybody's talking about it, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. So, you know, next, I guess, two coaches that I've heard the most about uh, would be uh, Drinkwitz at Appalachian State. And then uh, Napier, uh, Billy Napier down at Louisiana. Uh, oh, and uh, actually Skip Holtz, his name. And I think those are like your, you know, your third tier. So those are the guys you're reaching. Yeah. You know, Willie Fritz, if at you start grabbing them. Yeah.
1: i put Willie Fritz at Tulane there. It was the first name you mentioned before Napier at uh, Louisiana.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Who's yes. the
1: guy you mentioned before that? Who was the first guy? Drinkowitz.
0: Appalachian Brown. State. The yeah, yeah, he season. didn't know what that.
1: means. I had a, a guy tell me that
0: he was. He was. He wanted to drink Wentz. Well, here's the thing Drinkowitz is from. Uh, he's got a cool name. So that's, you know, everybody likes drinking. <laughs> the other thing yeah. is, he, he was right over there in Oklahoma. Uh, then uh, he came over and started coaching, you know, high school ball in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, you know, he actually did the same job that I did at the university. I so saw he was a student assistant, um, for four years cause he hurt his knee, uh, his first year there. So, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him succeed. I, I think, you know, I'd like to see that. I think that'd be kind of cool cause you know, he kind of, he kind of did a lot of the same things I did at the, at the university. And, you know, I think that, uh, just seeing him come in and win that would excite me but i don't know if that's gonna excite the fans you know what i'm saying so yeah
1: i think i think having some ties to the state in this region gets him by a little bit more so than maybe somebody else in this case mm-hmm. that's pretty cool to think about chad kind of um, kind of did the same things and uh, <laughs> uh but this is the first year of head coach but i remember a couple years ago people were kind of touting him with those ties is because I've always been a pretty good, you know, coordinator.
0: Yeah. But uh I mean if you're gonna hire I wouldn't be mad at it. You should give me a call too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There
0: you go. So I
1: get on the staff, man. I
0: I would take it. I would move tomorrow. So
1: it's just fun, man. I can't
0: wait. We're gonna Oh yeah. Well, what about uh, old Billy Napier down at Louisiana? Everybody's just talking this dude up like crazy. Um, well,
1: I don't know much
2: about him. Well, he's forties
0: from Georgia. Uh, he's got yeah. a fourteen and nine record. Uh, he he uh, had you know a little some experience in the SEC uh, and stuff like that because he was on the coaching staff for Clemson, Alabama. Uh, Tommy Biden, um, Dabo Sweeney, Nick Saban, hmm. worked under all them guys. Yeah. So, you know, he's a guy that uh, he's done good with that team, but could that translate to the SEC? You know, like, when you say he's got experience, I, I guess that's the thing about Drakowitz. It's like, he's at Appalachian State. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is Louisiana. That was... I don't know. At least they're winning, though. That's the thing. So, like the last coach we grabbed from a lower tier school wasn't even winning. I mean, not that yeah, much.
1: But that's the thing too. It's like it's not like he just you know throws out the team and mm-hmm. they continue on this. You know, nine and one could could when you only got one loss at this point in the season, mm-hmm. he's good enough to win the next two games, and win a bowl game, or even the conference champs. I mean, he can go twelve and one. Exactly. Uh, I think if the Sun Belt has a championship game, you know, thirteen I think they could, you could go thirteen and one. Mm-hmm. I mean that's still knowing how to win. <laughs> Some I mean that's definitely I mean that's about as many wins he'd have in one year as mm-hmm. Morris had, you know, three or four when he was down at SMU.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So you know yeah, they, I, mean, I
1: ain't gonna be mad if it's strength wins.
0: Wouldn't so. be mad.
1: Napier so, I just don't know much about. Who's who's your next guy?
0: All right, so the there's only like two other guys I've heard about. All right, and the next one was was Bill Clark at uh, University of Birmingham. Uh, of course, right. we know, uh, you know, he's he's one down there. Uh, the, the dang place fired him and then rehired him a year later when they were trying to shut the program down and stuff. He has a forty-two yeah. and twenty-one record. I mean, he's not he's not doing too bad down there, you know. Uh, I almost feel bad hiring this coach at the University of Arkansas. I almost feel like he belongs at the University of Birmingham. Like he's a fixture there at this point, right?
1: Yeah, I mean the whole program was—it was
0: done. Would he even take you know? this position?
1: I think to me, to me, you made a, a good point last week's podcast that he's a state of Alabama guy. I think if anything. Mm he goes to Auburn when Malzahn finally gets canned can um, since that. he knows I mean would be a now if he did come here it'd be like well he's shown he can build a program and manage you know as far as having a whole season while the program shut down like you gotta rebuild it or build it almost from the ground up you know besides having the facilities already there mm-hmm. so he's a guy that maybe could take this you know this, uh, the, these, from these last three seasons how bad they were
0: Exactly. You know, and
1: make it respectable and a solid program again. But I don't. I don't know if
0: it's going to happen. I got three more coaches that, that I've heard about in the in the search, and and then uh, and then we'll see what you got. So, <laughs> I got Hugh Freeze, Liberty University. Heard, heard about him. Uh, I just can't even believe that this would even be entertained. I yeah. just don't think I'd be happy about this hire whatsoever at all uh he was a cheater over at ole miss got caught doing it don't really need that over here and then you know the whole call girl thing i mean um got stripped of what 33 wins like i can't believe that this is on the radar Like, like anybody's like hey this guy's got contacted but it's suggested here that he's gotten contacted from the University of Arkansas, so I don't know, man. Uh, 39-25 record uh, Guess 10-2 when he was at, you know, University of Arkansas or whatever. uh, Or uh, Arkansas State or whatnot. I don't know. Maybe it's because he coached at Arkansas State, but I just don't, I'm not excited about him. Uh, Wouldn't want to hire him. Hope we don't.
1: Yeah, no, I don't want... Definitely not freeze. I mean, but, that's ridiculous. They, yeah, it's crazy. The guy's freezing. I'm jumping back off this ear shaped bandwagon. That's terrible, man. The guy's a cheater. Oh, uh, yeah, we might win 10 games, but it won't count because they'll be... I mean, taken away, it's clear and simple. Why would you want that? Let him damn stay at Liberty. That's where he belongs, coach from a hospital bed.
0: hmm
1: So, that's where he belongs, keeping down there.
0: And then... Uh, Nobody
1: wants him in the SEC either
0: yeah and then it's been suggested that all right all right so skip holtz Tim uh you know he's another guy that we've been hearing and and uh that's somebody that they're saying could uh could be coming and you know I mean he hadn't had a bad year uh down there and it, uh he's he's done well with that team so you know, I can I can be happy with that with that pick, but it seems like I don't know. To me, I just felt that there's a lot of really good coaches ahead of him. Um, but I mean, w- would it be exciting? I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it exciting, but I'd be really I'd be happy who's our coach. I think he'd do a good job. What do you think about Skip?
1: Yeah, he's not my first pick, but man, he'd be. I guarantee he he'd be a solid enough coach to have us bowls. <laughs> Mm -hmm. all the time and listen this he's always won in his career he's won his last six in a row going back to Florida but at Louisiana Tech he's won five bowl games in a row I was like I don't care man you're good if you can get your if you can get your guys to get up (laughs) get up like that every time in a bowl game at the end of the year you know
0: oh exactly
1: I'm playing on probably a Tuesday uh, not in the main bowl bowl games you know so he he would be solid he's he's not something that i think the fan base would just like get crazy for but i mean i i think if you look at it i think it'd be a solid he wins a lot he wins more than he loses i don't know that
0: yeah i agree with that i think you're uh you're a hundred percent right i think you know that'd be a solid pick um just i just i don't know i think it would be he'd be kind of far down on the radar. Definitely not a bad coach. I mean, I'd definitely be happy to get him. Um, golly, I mean, there's a lot of great coaches out there. Oh, the the other thing that I heard was this, and you'll probably think it's crazy, but uh, and I thought this was crazy too, but it turns out that there is there used to be no rule at all at the University of South. Like if you had been fired with cause they could rehire you no problem at all right and then uh you know petrino had that incident happen to him and then he was let go with cause so at that point he could be rehired back a few months later they passed the thing saying that if you Got fired because you couldn't be rehired, but he was let go at such a time where he actually could be rehired by the University of Arkansas, and his right. name was called out there. Could you? Could you the, imagine that?
1: So the law only uh, applies after all hires after that date, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, the, so he was previous to that date, he still fell under the. He could be rehired back. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs>
1: That's crazy. I yeah. mean, I'd like to see what he could do one 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 more gung-ho with this, you know.
0: <laughs> Give one more try.
1: Um, it's like, it's, oh, I don't cool, know.
0: man. I don't, it I don't think it's going to cool. happen. But,
1: but if it happened, I'm not like, I'm not, again, I'm not going to be, oh, I'm not going to any games. I'll probably, I'd like to go to that first game against Nevada Dump the year next year.
0: If it Sorry. happens, I'm calling. I'm telling. Them I want to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, I just, I just don't think it'll happen, man. Um, i do not either. If it did, I wouldn't be upset about it for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it will. I just, I just have my my doubts that that's the direction that that'd go. It, it'd be kind of a. I don't know. Would you say that'd be kind of uh, risky. Like kind of a risky move. You think? Do you think yeah, what, what? What risky. do you? How do you think the fan base like? Which Which is more risky? Hire Petrino back? Hire Houston Nut back?
1: Oh man, I would say Nut because it seems like there's a lot of people that really still hate him. Just treat him like he's he's the worst thing to ever happen. Worse than Chad Morris or. You know what I mean? They <laughs> sure do. I not mean, they,
0: like
1: they don't like winning an SEC West, you know,
0: championship. Beating that's, Alabama, that's LSU.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Last coach? How many coaches has that been? Three coaches. It's nothing nobody's—he's the only one that's beaten Saban. A Couple times. I'm not just talking. Well, yeah, I guess at LSU. It's like he never beat him at Alabama. We should have, man. He tried. He kind of like MacFadden in there. And <laughs> That's true. But he put them up the best fight against him he, that, that year with him at Alabama. But he, he did beat him when he was at down at LSU. But I don't know, man. I mean, Petrino would Petrino would be. I think I think more fans would be excited. But the, the national media, would all, you know. Yeah. Talks about well, whatever. What, what do we care about them anyway? But they're always they're, they thought we should have fired Bielema more and more. So,
0: yeah, well, that's what do they doing? Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. But anyway, uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah. That's that's all the people like I've heard about. Uh, that that's kind of been on my radar. Do you have? Have you have you heard anything else in the news that I missed? Is there anybody that, or whatever, somebody you just want? You know, what do you think?
1: No, not anybody. Any new names that I've really thought of that we didn't talk about today, or. Or last week, I think you really mm-hmm. covered any name that I've even heard remotely of. There's not a, seems like the, especially when we first talk those few names, whether it's going to be, you know, Norvell Leach or, or Kiffin. It seems those are the big three names. Mm-hmm. So you kind of think those are the names being talked about the most, and it's probably not going to be one of those guys. But that's, I think you I mean, covered that pretty well.
0: I think Florida State will have the opportunity to, pick a coach out of those three Yeah, I think it'll be a toss up between us and and uh, USC on who we get between the other two Um, and honestly I could see Kiffin coming our way because I don't see USC picking him up again after leaving him at the tarmac like that no. And I don't see him going out there. And the great thing about Kiffin is this, guys, and a lot of people don't realize this, but when he was over at Tennessee, he got called up for his dream job at USC, went over there, and they treated him horrible. He, he ain't never going back to that. So we ain't, ha- ain't got to worry about him going to his alma mater. He already been there done that, right? So right. I don't think they would take him back if he was winning national championships, and I don't think he would go back. So I, I think that if he goes to a school like Arkansas or something like that, like you get a coach that's there for a long, that's going to be there for the long haul. It's not going to be jumping ship on you um, with Kiffin. And I, you know, I could be totally wrong about that. That's just my, that's my guess. That's kind of my gut feeling with him. With but,
1: with, with Kiffin, that's who, uh, sorry, Chip. Yeah, go that. ahead. I was gonna say with Kiffin, I, I really like that choice. I think he'd be a good, good fit. And I think he'd stay here. I don't. Mm-hmm. When you really think about, it, you know, he's known kind of as always. Uh, he's a uh, can't stay in one place at a long time. It's like, well, if you talk about the the damn Oakland Raiders job, he got fired by crazy ass Al Davis.
0: Oh yeah, well Al Davis um, was not set the to tone. Yeah, about.
1: so he can't really and that 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 organization under. I mean, they hardly. I mean, they haven't. They've had. Mm-hmm. Good year here and there. Went to that uh, Super or Super Bowl after Gruden, the year after Gruden left. But yeah, really yeah. not too good, and that was a mess of a uh, uh, an organization. So then he goes to Tennessee, takes mm-hmm. that job. And really, I'm sure he really wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. But USC, his dream where he had so much success, uh, you know, under Carroll coaching there. And he's, you know, played on the West Coast in college and stuff. And just, as they said, dream job. I mean, growing up, the Trojans were uh, pretty good and always a historical program. Knows knows, uh, or you know, his dad talked about him all the time. Mm-hmm. So that was his dream job. Okay, he left after one year for his dream job, and then so he gets fired from there. He didn't leave there, and then he goes to Alabama works there a couple years. Doesn't jump ship for a first job. You know, he could probably get, and then he stayed at Florida Atlantic three years. He didn't jump ship after one year. So I'm not really sure that whole that narrative about him. He's like, oh man, is he gonna leave? Like, where where's he gonna go? You know what I mean? Besides, like, why? Well, I think this is a good fit for him. For him in Fayetteville, I think he'd be successful. We'd really like him, and he'd be ready. And he's old enough now. Yeah. That I think I think he's mature enough. That yeah, he I stay I'd like successful. a younger
0: coach. What's wrong with somebody our age? Somebody's gonna have a little fun with it. Somebody's gonna, oh. you know,
1: two two with I'm Northwest with Arkansas kind of growing and things, and they getting. Kind of, it's pretty young, and
0: uh, I'm all yeah, right with a bachelor fun. coach. It's out in Dixon, getting down, especially if we're winning. Yeah, having one lost season. Yeah. You telling me you don't? You get to go and bump into the coach and have a couple drinks down on Dixon. You ain't okay with that? While he's surrounded by, you know, women.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the great. Why would, Why would he ever leave?
0: Why would we care? Why would anybody care yeah. if that's his lifestyle? If that's what he wants to do? Good for him. You know? good for him. Yeah, but
1: the whole narrative about him jumping ship, I know you weren't seeing that, but that is a popular narrative about him. I just think it's a good fit.
0: Well, let me tell you this. I'll clear that narrative up real quick. <laughs> Dan Mullen. How many times has he jumped jobs? You know? Yeah, I mean... He's jumped right. job nine times. Jesus, Dan Mullen. Nine times. But when you think of Dan Mullen, you think of the guy that stuck it out down at Mississippi <laughs> State, don't you? <laughs> nope. I
1: did. He's,
0: he's over at Florida. He already jumped job again, right? So he's he done it nine times. Lane Kiffin done it eight times. And he's seen as a guy that's jumping jobs because that's the narrative they want to show you the narrative with Dan Mullen they want to show you is the, you know, the older guy, the older coach that's mature and been at one job for, you know, a long time. It's because he has that millennial vibe, you know, that generation X Mm -hmm. type vibe, right? Where he, you know, he's a, he's a younger guy, right? And it's just a different, I don't know, it's a different type of vibe, I feel like, than the than the older guy thing. And I don't think there's anything wrong with either one. I think that, uh, you know, you should embrace it. But if Dan Mullins moved nine times, and he's like that older, you know, stable coach, and Kiffin's moved eight, but he's the young, you know, coach jumping ship, going place to place a lot. It's not even true. It's just not true.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd sure like to have him man. I think uh, I think it'd be a good fit. Uh, that'd be my pick as far as a guy. I think we can get in. Would be a good fit, and would would I think he'd put in the work? I mean, he's he's not gonna pull that fan. I mean, his his kids are older now, man. They got a good place to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I don't know where his uh, ex wife and kids live, but uh, I'm sure they'd it'd be a good safe place for them to come visit and hang out and spend summers and stuff, or or go to school here.
0: Oh, absolutely! Play football, you know,
1: good good schools and athletics. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a good place, it's just a nice place to general. And has a badge, like you said, man. Really good point, man. Cause you get guys, one of those one of those
0: apartments down on the end I mean, of Dixon. Oh, I mean, it's definitely getting. Wouldn't the that be nice? Yeah, one of those condos down there.
1: Just nice balcony, probably a couple of them, and just, just that way you know he's had the head coach.
0: Work. Come out on the balcony every morning before the game and call the hogs. And <laughs> get with the game. Like, wouldn't that be awesome?
1: Yeah, just get up, just get up. Like everybody just mates
0: like, up. Like bar starts, the
1: morning, six a.m.
0: comes out on the balcony like, and your razorback, uh, uh, what do they call that? Uh, the, the robe or whatnot with the hogs yeah. all over it and just first thing in the morning, man. It's like, yeah. Alright man, I don't know. I'd be I'm excited for the guy. Really would. <laughs> I'm um, too I hope it's him, man. There's
1: there's a lot of good like some stuff coming there. It seemed like his name was getting popped up and I was worried that was too much. He's not gonna be the guy, but that's who I think would be a good fit. Yeah, and, do,
0: and that man. puts and that puts Norvell over at uh over at USC. It seems like he's the type of guy that would fit in over there too. Oh yeah, like, he's the a Pete Ter- Carroll type, I bet. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, he could go over there and make something happen. I think so. I don't know, but we'll see. I, I'll take. I guess I'll take Norvell. I I'd be excited about that. I guess. The more I think about it, the more I can, you know, wrap my head around it.
1: <laughs> Man, I'm excited to get. It. I know. I know. I guess it's all. Everybody's saying It's gonna happen. You know, probably. After everybody's completed the regular season with two games, two Saturdays left, but I'm just mm-hmm. excited to get find out who it is.
0: I'm oh, ready. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's uh, I guess that's our little segment on the coaching search and what we've heard. And uh, like like you said, let us know who you'd like, what you're thinking, who you've heard. Call in the next podcast. And let us know. Until then, we're gonna pause for a little break. Mm-hmm. The
1: Hog Call Podcast.
0: All right, guys. So we're back, and I guess we're gonna take a quick look at uh, LSU and uh, you know what this game has to offer. Um, you know, I mean, this is gonna be a tough game. This is one that you know, I'm worried about. I don't think. I don't see how we're gonna win it. Um, they got a just an amazing football team, uh, just as good as Alabama, uh, if not better, right now. And I mean, they did beat Bama, so I guess you have to give them that.
1: In so. Tuscaloosa.
0: <laughs> In Tuscaloosa. So, <laughs> In Tuscaloosa. so uh, yeah. What do you think about LSU? What's your thoughts on uh, on these guys just up front?
1: Well, I mean, uh, and it's LSU coming off that. It's their first home game in Baton Rouge since that game in Tuscaloosa. They're going to be fired up, and they're number one in the nation. It's a night game. Not a whole lot of good games on Saturday, which is disappointing. Um, so a lot of people are going to be watching, watching that game. It's, I, it's probably not going to be pretty. I don't expect anything. Or mm-hmm. at least like to show something, but just watching any of their games this year, I mean, our defense has been terrible. What's it? I mean, and they've got, I mean, the uh, what? I mean, they've got the number one, number one in the SEC, second in all uh, FBS football, forty-seven point eight score uh, points per game, and they, uh, and this is you know, this is still. I mean, the defense is still talented. They've got all kinds of good talent, but oh yeah, but the offense is just. And they're scoring quick so that defense doesn't always stay rested. I I, I saw somewhere on their uh, I don't know how many it was quite a few of their touchdowns that are, mm-hmm. are in drives that are uh, like three minutes or less or really quick. And no I mean so it's, it's not I mean we could put up twenty something points, but they'd probably put up they'll probably put up fifty or so. Yeah. So
0: Well, you know, that left uh you got to well uh you got their left tackle, uh and he's backed up by a freshman so that's really i mean that's their weakest spot as far as like depth go uh, yeah uh, other than that like it's all like you know juniors and seniors and just are really old i mean i, I guess i shouldn't say old but you know what i'm saying a really Experience. developed team really experienced yeah. team uh yeah so you know uh, we got sophomores at wide receivers, so I guess that's their, you know, their weakest, uh, their weakest spot. With freshmen and, and juniors backing them up, so really the wide receivers are, are, uh, you know, you want to try to shut them down for sure, you know, and uh, maybe crowd the box a little bit.
2: Oh yeah, no, and
1: not with these re- these receivers are really good. They're young, yeah. It's surprising that they're this young, but there's a reason they're playing over these. Uh, these older guys. Oh, yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, they've just <laughs> they've been making plays all year. You know LSU's all got some pretty good receivers. A lot of guys that are mm-hmm. known in the NFL right now.
0: But and you got this Burrow kid, this Joe Burrow. I mean, he's out there slinging it around too, looking really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, he's a Heisman candidate. He threw for like fifty-seven percent passing last year, and this year he's showing like 80%, completing 80% of his passes, only a couple interceptions, about 40 touchdowns on the year. Mm -hmm. It's it's not one of those times where we're reading off this thing and previewing them where it's just we're like, yeah, we can beat them. I don't know if this is going to be the time.
0: Yeah. And we got Coach Looney, you know, he's he's, he's saying he's going down here to win this thing. You know, I don't want to just, I don't want to I don't want to beat up on the on coach coach too much or whatnot but but you think I man is your check waiting like can he go down here to LSU and win this game can he win the next game is he our, you know is he our guy so that's uh, yeah, got to be weighing heavily on him he's got to be fired up for this game you know so I mean that that's a little advantage we might have
1: yeah too and lsu can't get this fired up despite what you know When i said about it it's still being the home first home game and since that mm-hmm. game against bama it, they can't help the players man they're looking forward to you know a&m next weekend and playing probably georgia in the sec championship in a couple weeks and then the, mm-hmm. and, you know their goal is the national championship not even just sec west championship sec championship they're worried about the playoffs and the winning mm-hmm. a national championship
0: oh absolutely oh. um
1: so, but uh, number one team in look, the nation. Yeah, number one team in the nation. Just looking at a different kind of it's scary too, because like LSU always, you know, ever since uh, you know Saban to Miles to uh, now on they've been. It's been just a consistent, really like solid pro, really solid program. Yep. Mm-hmm. Always a lot of talent, but um, really brought him back. back. He's a. Really they've him never back. had.
0: You got to give him a lot of credit. As bad as he did yeah. over at Ole Miss. Oh, he's just the right. Just to show, man. Old Miss is just like don't count. Can't count those years.
2: No.
1: So <laughs> he freezes. Case we were talking about earlier. So you can't count that double. So he owes them wins. If you you know you take the wins away one time, doesn't even count on his resume. So. And, and um, here's the some.
0: Thing. Yeah, here's the thing about Looney that, that's got me like ticked off a little bit, it's like, what What if we changed? what are we doing different, you know? And I don't know, maybe I'll see something during the game, and maybe just game calling will be enough, you know? Maybe that's all it yeah. that is. Uh, but, golly, I it's, hope he changes something. I hope he doesn't just roll with what we had. He's just, you know, I'm just, I kind of wish that, I don't know. I mean, maybe... As a
1: racer back he had to be upset how it was going. He, golly. I mean... He always grew up, you know, a fan of the program. Obviously, Mm -hmm. then he played here. And then now he's, uh, as soon as he could make his way up uh, to the college coaching ranks after coaching and being successful in high school, that's where he wanted to be, Arkansas, you know? So he's out there to prove himself. If he can't get him fired up, man, I mean, even to, I don't know, I wish we could sneak up and buy it elsewhere. I really do. I'd really like to win one for Lenny, man. I like Lenny a lot, man. He's, he's, it's good, man. But those are like receivers we're talking about, man. Jefferson got a thousand yards already, eleven touchdowns, and Chase has got eleven hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns. So those two guys are base. And then they got Marsh, Terrence Marshall Jr. He's got eight touchdowns, So he's missed, you know, about half their game. So mm-hmm. then they got actually the difference between this year now is just Joe Burrow has just been on fire in their uh, passing game with the. Uh, their office coordinator and then also the Joe Brady so yeah it's been interesting I it's agree it's a different team man. it's gonna be tough
0: yeah it is it's gonna be a tough team and I guess that's what I'm saying I mean I don't care if you're just you know throwing something against the wall saying what sticks what I just, we gotta do something different we gotta we gotta do some different stuff so I'm hoping wish. we'll see some different stuff from Lenny uh, yeah. you know yeah, I, I, I think you have to just, just try just try something and it doesn't matter if it doesn't succeed like this is one of the one times as a coach that you have free reign just to give it a shot just just see what you know see what happens
1: does he have his own like set of plays that he knows his favorite or something that he's always had mm-hmm. Style maybe, and he's in charge so I'm sure I'm sure hopefully he told as a Razorback fan trying to win these last two games he told the Craddock man like look I'm telling you what to you know
0: oh yeah just got to
1: use him while he's there, man. While he's got staff there, he's got to use uh, Craig. Maybe Craig's like, yeah, you know, I've been kind of, I've got some different ideas too. Mm-hmm. Coach Morse kind of been holding us
0: back, you know. Hopefully, he pulled the chief to the side and said, "Look, yeah. here's some, you know, some things we need to do, you know." So, uh, I don't know. I feel a lot of defense this year was a lot of scheme issues, so. I didn't. I thought I was gonna be more excited about it than I was. I tried to be super excited, but it's just, you know, same old thing. But we'll see, man. We got we got to do something with this. But speaking of defense, uh, I guess we should take a look at LSU's uh, defense. Uh, you know, they got uh, mainly juniors and seniors on their defense with a freshman at, at their cornerback. So they got a lot of, you know. A lot of uh, experience, but not as much uh, experience on the defensive side as they had on the offensive side. So it might be an area where we could, you know, we could make something happen. Uh, a lot of freshmen and juniors even in backup positions, so uh, young defense. So, you know, we, we might be able to, you know, come out there with our offense and, and move the ball on these guys. Maybe get us in a center shootout
1: yeah, it's going to have to be. Uh, but, you know, uh, their defense is not as good as they a lot of times are. It's kind of a year to play them because I'm sure they're going to be getting those experience uh, for those guys. They're going to be here next year and the year after going to have it. I mean, mm-hmm. they got to replace Burrow and, uh, and those receivers are young too. But, man, if that defense is kind of young this year to take advantage, they've given up some points this year too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They gave up 38 to Texas, 38 to Vanderbilt. 28 mm-hmm. to Florida, uh, you know Auburn. I forgot Auburn. You know Malzahn almost goes down there and wins that game. Uh, gave up 41 to Alabama and 30 and 37 to Ole Miss. So mm-hmm. and they lost like 58 37. You're out right about the shootout. 58 37, 46 41. You know a lot of but they're but they're putting up 42 and 60 and 50. And,
2: and you, you'll
0: see season. them too. Though, like they got a really neat scheme, you know, with that uh, the four-three-four-four four that they run sometimes, even five-man front every once in a while, uh, where they have, uh, you know, a, a nose tackle, and you don't see that as much in college football these days. So it's a really, uh, really a, a, you know, a diverse defense that they run. They have a lot of different schemes.
1: Yeah. That's very interesting. They got the guys to play it too. They had mm-hmm. to be able to use that nose
0: tackle. Absolutely. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh we got uh I guess the, the biggest uh defensive stars are defensive end, uh Rashad and, and then uh Gleon, he's been really good too. But those are your two, you know, uh two biggest players along with your cornerback Fulton and the strong safety uh, Grant. So those, those are your playmakers on the team that you're gonna hear about more than
1: anything. Oh yeah, so he's got a, uh, so they got leading tacklers, Phillips, and then Stevens, and Queen, and you know that Delpit, Grant Delpit, he's got uh, it's tackles, he's got interception. Leading interception guy, Stingley, four interceptions. So that, man, 14 passes, defended 10 breakups, so he's pretty good. Uh, leading sacks. It's uh, Kevon Chasing with mm-hmm. eight sacks. Michael Divinity Jr. I don't know if he's playing, but he's got four sacks on the year. Okay. So, there's some guys that got quite a bit for the year, you know, as a team, they've got 21 sacks, four fumble recoveries, mm-hmm. 11 interceptions. But I think usually they probably have more than that by this time. The mm-hmm. so defense we need to score against.
0: I think yeah, I think that uh, you know I don't know well, where would you say their weak spot is if you're gonna if you're gonna pick a spot and say this is this is what we need to attack. Maybe their
1: secondary. I mean, but mm-hmm. I, mean, I but I want to see us run run void, Give him mm-hmm. give him he's, uh, he's got a bye week and hadn't been really ran a whole. I want to see him fresh and ready ready to run the ball and use him a lot. So anyway, we can any position we can attack with them.
0: I'd like to see us running a lot of power. Run, uh, a lot of traps, uh, things like that. Taking the ball up the middle uh, with the run, trying to just keep from uh, going to the outside because of their defensive ends and their linebackers are so good out there on the edge. So if we could get it, like, if we could open some holes and just get some runs up the middle, like we did at the beginning of the year, really, you know, but just stick to that. Just really run the ball. Just pound it. Um, I think that would be a really good thing to do. But then also... Like you said, uh, attacking the secondary is also key in this game too. So whenever they start to pull up, they start to crowd that box. You got to throw over the top, you know, and hit them with a the long run because that is definitely, you know, one of their other weaknesses, is uh, is that secondary. So, you know, I and mean, that's a that's a good combination to have, you know, um, yeah. to be able to to able to go and and have an attack like that. And we really do have the we got the personnel to do it. Uh, we're healthy. Um, we could, we could do that. I think, I don't know. I think I put Starkle in at quarterback, even though he threw a bunch of interceptions and stuff. I think he gives you the best chance of getting a down, down wide open throw. Um, uh, and able to back the defensive off again so we can keep running the ball. Um, I think he's your biggest throwing threat. Uh, you know, we saw him throwing around quick, but you know, does he throw a lot of interceptions? Yeah, but I think he gives you your best your best opportunity to win. Uh, so I don't know. What do you think? What's your?
1: Yeah, I think I think Hicks has done. Uh, ben Hicks has done even though he was a senior. I couldn't imagine him playing. Uh, uh, I'd like to see KJ Jefferson at least play, but I wouldn't mind. I mean, Starkle did. I mean, if something maybe maybe they saw something corrected, if he feels if Lonnie feels like, uh, man, Starkle's looked really good and kind of mm-hmm. ready to finish out the season kind of as we thought finished it. I remember a couple games in, you know, especially like this, the second half for him against Ole Miss and the Colorado State state win or our last win. I was like, man, you know, Starkle, I think why didn't we were – It's like, Morris, why didn't he play Starkle this whole time? I mean, he gives the offense a spark and then it just unraveled at San Jose State. <laughs> And they had, you know, several games where he started and then Hicks came in and played better and just a mess. But maybe something. But he, he did this. He could throw it around the field a little bit more. If He could just not,
0: maybe, not throw in Maybe he pinpoint who's messing up the quarterbacks. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> tell them not to mess with him the last couple of weeks would be okay, you know.
1: He was an SEC quarterback, so he, he knows he knows a little bit. Maybe he'll about.
0: take over that. Like he's out of me, position at
1: tight end. Craddock you're coaching tight ends. Yeah. I'm taking over I'm taking I'd, over. I'd
0: be happy with something like that. I'd like to see a move. Like, that's the kind of move I'd like to see, I think. You know. Yeah. Like I think I said, it would be maybe interesting maybe to trying to get anybody to quit, yeah.
1: You know? Yeah, oh yeah. Fun, though. Different kind of throw two two different things at that young defense, like, Oh shit, they got Starkle then put K J mm-hmm. in to run a little bit, change the offense up, you know, Starkle just whipping around and Making sure Boyd and Whaley get plenty of carries. Mm
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. Tackin' inside yeah. the tackles.
1: We got, I mean, if we can't run uh, between the tackles, it's uh, them at least some and open up. The
0: well, defense. it's going to be hard to get to the In outside the with L- mm-hmm. LSU's mm-hmm. speed. I mean, exactly. it's going to be tough to get to the outside. We got to try to get it up the gut, you know?
1: They've got some big old boys on the defense line. Maybe speed's not the thing. They just want to clog it. But maybe we can just get a little bit of hold in these two running backs. I think Boyd's obviously very capable. I think Whaley, I I bet his last couple games, new coach, you know, I bet he's willing to, ready and willing to finish off the season strong.
0: So what do you think about special teams? Uh, I mean, obviously they got our – a really strong special teams, but is there anybody like that, that is breaking like uh, national records or anything standing out that we need to talk about?
1: Um, they haven't scored a, a, a touchdown on a kickoff or kick return. They've only had thirteen. You know, a lot of these touchbacks, um, punt returns. Uh, yeah, Palmer set a touchdown return, and Baskerville's had a punt return touchdown. But the leading guy as far as yards and uh, attempts uh, with. 15 punt returns in all. Doesn't have a touchdown.
2: Oh, wow. Close the secondary, too.
1: But the other guys are the ones that scored. I wonder why they haven't. I hope they just put Stingley back there. So it's a good sign if Stingley's back there. Watch him return it. Forget I said that. Watch him return it and get his first punt re- touchdown on the year. Oh, yeah. St- uh, Stingley's back there returning it. Just takes it back. But uh field goal kicker. Uh, all right. 69 It's Cape. Yeah, that's, that's pretty decent, man, for a college skier. 16 19. Had a long of 52. So, perfect from 30 yards. Pretty good for me. But,
2: Just nothing besides there. that. Just Punts, there. however.
1: Uh, halfway decent punter, Zach Vaughn mm-hmm. Rosenberg. No, we're gonna miss more, aren't we? No. Not one bit.
0: Good lord. Alright, so listen guys, here's the thing. If you're betting, go ahead and use myBookie. Put in two hundred dollars. MyBookie will match you. They'll give you four hundred. But you gotta use promo code HOGCALL. So if you're gonna be betting, go ahead and go to my bookie use promo code HOGCALL they'll match whatever you put in all the way up to a thousand dollars have some fun my bookie alright so my bookie has us here at uh, giving us 43 points saying that uh, they think LSU beat us by at least 43 that's a, that's a big number that is, hell it was
1: uh, 46 earlier in the week I think so, a lot of people giving us more, uh, some credit,
0: I guess. So that's, I'm betting, and I might uh, I'd say take Arkansas with points. What do you say? Oh, yeah.
1: I like that, man. I'm, I I don't know about us winning, but I think beating the point spread that's 43 is still that's a big number, man. I know the players have seen it. I know the players have heard, wow, we're the biggest ever SEC point spread. Mm. In an SEC game, Vanderbilt hadn't had that. You know, Kentucky, Mississippi State, all Miss, but now we just we just got the record for the so uh, anyway, man, yeah,
0: that's crazy. <laughs>
1: I, I'm I'm ready to see what you know we can do, man. I'm there's a little bit. I mean, I was definitely obviously going to watch these last two games, but oh yeah, I'm 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 a little bit. I think I'm a little bit more excited, just like a new era, you know, and maybe. Mm-hmm maybe like it's a showcase for the future coach like what if we play good man And like a coach is like man they've got some talent <laughs> like uh maybe i kind of want to go to arkansas man maybe morris just didn't know how to coach him but he's got a good team
0: yeah
1: of course then probably lining would probably get promoted and like well damn, we could have had <laughs> <laughs> saving
0: just help win <laughs> these last two games get the hc job but just kind of be a six win guy seven win guy
1: Everybody would be hard to fire him, man.
0: Wouldn't it be nice, though, if he like took us all the way to the national championship? Wouldn't that be a crazy story, like Coach O?
1: Look, like, man. If, win if he wins the last two number-
0: games, they just go ahead and keep him, and he just he's like nut 2.0 or something, that'd be really cool.
1: Look, man, if, if they go down and beat number one LSU, like this year, and beat them, and then he goes, He gets, he's going to get litter Rock. That War Memorial sold out, man. Just like even oh, yeah. on like a three-win, four-win, possible four-win team. Like everybody's going to be fired up. And if he wins that, how could you not be like, well, I mean, he's got to be a good game coach. who just won two SEC games more than, I mean, you'd have to give him a shot. Man. <laughs> oh. I know
0: it, right? And he knows that. So with that, just thinking about that, just thinking about how much he has to win this game. Right, And he knows this. And if he wins, he's got a chance to be the next head coach at the University of Arkansas. What's your prediction? For this game? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You put all that emotional in it, man. I I was
0: just trying to get you excited about it.
1: I know I am excited, but I'm, I'm... I was thinking, I was like, man, now I'm, I'm going to end up doing the Homer thing where I pick Arkansas to win, but <laughs> I'm not going to do it, man. I'm, I'm going to pick a beat the spread. That's pretty good. Let's go. Damn it, I hate to say it, man, because I want the boot so bad again. Let's go LSU,
0: 48, Arkansas, 34. Goodness gracious. Arkansas can't pull it out. You know, I Here's think- my thing. I'm going to compare
1: this – sorry, I'm reminded of like this 97 LSU game uh-huh. when we played the day after Thanksgiving. It was Danny Ford's last year, and like we were just kind of trading blows with them, but they ended up – I remember like Anthony Eubanks and uh, uh, Anthony Lucas both had like big like 80-yard touchdowns, Sterners first year starting, mm-hmm. and then like made a coaching change, and then they like had that good good 98, you know, season. Right after that, Mm -hmm. so maybe it's kind of my prediction's kind of maybe kind of close to that. Next year we'll we'll take it to them. I think next year we beat them like forty five to ten or something.
0: Mm, That's nice. Well, um, okay, Uh, let's do this thing. Uh, I'm gonna say the University of Arkansas is gonna be able to. Go out there and score a touchdown every quarter. Coming away with a big twenty-eight points, and uh, I think LSU. I think our defense is going to show up. That's what's going to uh-huh. happen. I like it. Yeah, I think uh, I think LSU probably scored thirty two, 30, 34, something like that. So, you know, I think it's be closer than, than it should, but they're still going to come out on top. Saying that hurts because, uh, that's, that's kind of the reality portion of things. But, uh, as a fan, as a homer, I think Arkansas is going to pull this thing out, man. Oh, and I'm kind of okay. excited for the game Saturday. And I hope
1: well, you guys them to, are too. Pick them, pick them to play in close games at least something. Definitely compared to the 43. I think we're definitely getting
0: that point spread. I just... LSU, Arkansas, our history. You know, Looney, his history. He you, know, he, you know, he wants this win. You know? Uh, I don't know. It's got to be a close one. If it's not, man, that's going to be rough but I think like the players what have you got like if you're a player and you're not happy with the coach and you're not playing up to your ability and now the coach is gone you know what I'm saying Oh yeah. like the next guy like it's up to Lenny to get him fired up and excited and, and hopefully you know he's done it hopefully they're ready to go in there and take care of business you know and maybe it's been more business like around there you know uh than it was, you know, maybe they just help with, with, uh, our head coach, not, you know, going down to take off on Friday night, you know, that might help out who knows. Right. Um, but I, I just got to believe that he'll do better than the last coach. I don't think Lenny's is, you know, worst, per, you know, I don't know. Does that make sense? Or (laughs) am I
2: just
1: rambling? I think you're both of it. You you can be rambling and make sense. (laughs) Yeah, I think we can go down there and win, man. I'll say it. I mean, so what? I had that other prediction on there, so I got two predictions. I got one LSU, 48, us, 34. But my real prediction, my homer prediction, is Arkansas, 30. I'm going to go... Arkansas 38, LSU 17. (laughs) That's my my (laughs) second
0: prediction. I'll I'll go Arkansas 28, LSU 14. Oh, nice. I like it. All right. Well, that got ridiculous. It is what it (laughs) is. Here's a uh, quick commercial. We'll be back with some basketball. The Hall Podcast. Well, how about the uh, Arkansas Razorback basketball team undefeated? Tim, just super excited to hear your take on the last couple games and and uh, just talk about you know Arkansas basketball with you. I mean, that's your uh, that's your thing. That's your that's your sport, you know. Especially being a coach and everything, so. Uh, just really excited. But anyway, uh, the uh, Montana game, you know, we went in there and we cleaned house on that. And uh, we won the uh, Texas Southern Lake game. Cleaned house there. Thought we did a great job. Uh, but I only have one light like, complaint, I guess, with with uh, I don't know if it's with Musselman or if it's with the team or the players or what it is, and you can you can kind of tell me what you think, but I think that we're just jacking up shots a little bit too much. I think we could score higher points if we would just take it to the basket a little bit more instead of just, you know. I mean, I'm talking about shots that aren't even like air balls, you know, not even close. Um, <laughs> I don't understand while we're, you know, now I guess you got to shoot to, to make shots. You know, maybe that's the thing, like hockey or something like that. But I guess that's my only, my only complaint so far is I feel like, you know, there's been a lot of those types of, you know, let's just let's just jack it up and see see what happened shots that could have been a more productive, you know, play. And that's kind of the thing I've taken out of the last two games. As far as like my, I guess my criticism.
1: Yeah, well, Razorback football is always my favorite, but I, yeah, man, I really basketball like you're saying that, intro. Um, yeah, got some good, good wins. Uh, I think that is yeah they, they they had uh do take quite a high number of three pointers, but they get some good looks too. Guys like Red J or not Red Cheney, um, like Desi Seals when he's gone zero for four. Mm-hmm. He's hadn't hit one all year, 0 for 3, but he's getting some good wide 0, 0 for 5. But, you know, what he does, he he adapts to it and just, and, you know, it's like, well, and then drives in and uh, draw a lot of free throws. We have been shooting a lot of free throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, Isaiah Joe gets 11 attempts against uh, Texas Southern. Um, Mason Jones gets eight, goes eight for eight against mm-hmm. Montana. So they're getting the ball in. Um, at first they do, but they do work it around and they get good looks. A lot of those guys just, the, I don't know, you know, that, uh, Montana, Joe's two for nine three pointer. He's better than that. And then mm-hmm. uh, Jones is one out of five and not really a lot of guys, you know, taking more than one besides seals in yeah. that game. So, you know, you want Joe and Jones to take, take plenty of, if they're, especially when they're hitting plenty of shots that are worth three points. But uh, yeah, but they do seem to adjust. The second half, it seemed like they really get in the paint more. It's mm-hmm. also, Chad, you're missing a big guy, mm-hmm. so you don't have true like inside center, or you know, yeah, yeah, you know, Bailey playing center, and even just now Cheney coming back a little bit playing that, but you don't have really a big guy to throw it down into.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, that I think you can always,
0: you know. Yeah, I know we talked uh, in a lot,
1: I did, but. I like the addition of uh, the Jimmy Witt, you know, 10-footer there. He drives it close to lane and, you know, pulls up and hits it, you know, a pretty high percentage shot too.
0: Yeah. So uh, I noticed that we did improve our our rebounding, and that was good. So that was one of the things that we had pointed to before. Uh, So in the Montana game, it looked like we were, you know, pretty close to to, uh, 50-50 on rebound instead of just getting – just beat out you know so that was Mm -hmm. nice to see
1: yeah that uh that way too against um texas southern but um you know starting off that montana game really grabs 11 rebounds he has his uh, i think first career double double so 12 points 11 rebounds but grabbing those are big you know five of those Mm -hmm. offensive rebounds so he's getting in there and getting second chances Mm -hmm. and high percentage shots uh down low doing that but we we're pretty much even with them and you know you got to kind of take this with the shorter team if you can just you just can't have because we're going to turn guys over more than um, you know they turn us over that you know we all said 11 steals in that game but um, and you know force them to 23 turnovers so that's that definitely evens out the rebound
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that but yeah you also you, uh, it's a good point you had even just keeping it close like that, it's going to be big for us to win mm-hmm. a bunch of balls, Sure.
0: Yeah, because being a smaller team, I don't think we're going to out-rebound a lot of guys, probably. But if we could, you know, just keep it close, you know, not yeah, get yeah. dominated mm-hmm. on the boards. Uh, not make that
1: a, the reason we lose, you know, make it just a kind of mm-hmm. 50-50 thing, you know, just like, well, that's basketball, kind of like we're even with that in that category. Mm-hmm. As long as you're making a – you know, making a higher percentage of shots, of course, and don't have empty possessions with turnovers, which we've been doing. So, or we haven't been, we've been doing pretty well and not turning the ball up.
0: Exactly. So, uh, yeah, free throws, uh, we're 76% on that uh, in this Montana game. So that was, that was nice that uh, we, uh, you know, we were doing well there. You know, four for twenty on our three pointers. So twenty percent there. And that's probably you know, that's probably where I'm getting that at. You know, I'm just seeing some of oh, these no. ones that aren't falling, mm-hmm. right? So
1: No, you're no you're correct, Chad. No, we haven't hit um that is I mean that's a fair amount, man. No, you're right about that. And I don't think any uh, <laughs> should be. I mean, you know the players and you know Muslims are happy with that, but mm-hmm. they do get open but when you got those guys, like you know they're gonna hit more than that. But yeah, when it's like that you got you got to have those inside points, and you know that's a little why we only scored sixty four against Montana. You don't want to just score in
2: the sixties.
0: Mm. And there's are w- they're fifty four in the paint. I mean, they're working hard in the paint, but there's you know really the free throws are what kept us in that game, honestly. Yeah.
1: So you really add that if you add that to the points in the paint, then you've got about you know more. You know what I mean? You
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Paint. Yeah, because then you're going to have more fouls the more you drive it in and stuff like so that. So I think later, that's
1: so. been – but, no, you're right, Chad. In that, I think, Montana game and um, all these games, uh, uh, they've but they've been making adjustments at halftime and just whether it's just like putting emphasis on um, running things. It's just like, all right, you know, take it inside. They're going to foul you. You exactly. know, I mean, to stop the year, they're going to score a layup. You know, we've seen Seals – uh, he's he's been, he hadn't hit a three all year, but his shot looks good. We know what he can do. We saw it last year, hit three pointers. Oh yeah. So you know, he can hit, he'll get better. And then he's, but he's been driving in. Duncan landed the ball up. Like if it, if he don't shoot a three, he is driving in for the,
0: mm-hmm.
1: driving in for the layup. So you're right, Chad, just more of that, you know, unless, but we, if we can combine all that, we should be scoring hundred. We can just hit a couple more threes. Well, like I think normal, normal three point percentage. And then,
0: well, I think you moved, yeah. I think you moved to Texas Southern, and I think we got into an area where we had combined those things, and you see more balance. Uh, you know, especially with uh, the uh, the the paint in the paint at forty three uh, percent, thirty one thirty one to seventy one, uh, and then you know uh, high free throws again, seventy seven point eight, and then you know you got the threes. Uh, six of twenty-six. They're just not falling, you know. So I don't know, man. Maybe we should just let's bust back those down to about fifteen. I don't, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I could be we're... wrong there, but I think too we let off the gas in this game and we put some guys in that don't normally get to see the court. And uh, you know, I think we could have scored a hundred here.
1: Yeah, that's a, well. You know, they're putting you know getting Reggie back in the game. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, Reg James, first game of the year, so he's playing 19 minutes when these guys played and a little bit. Uh, you know, but, you know, Joe goes six out of 13 for three-pointers, and that should have been the only guy in that game. I mean, you know, you wouldn't say if the other guys were making it, but the rest of the guys were a combined uh, zero out of 13. Uh, Joe's six for 13, and the rest of the guys are zero for 13. So he's the only guy shooting. I'd be okay with him just being on one. Or if, like, if Jones or Seals don't hit their first one, just be like, all right. And then mm-hmm. Harris takes 0 for 3, and Silla still, I don't know if he's made one all year. That was not his best game. No. Oh. But uh, its it could, yeah, we could. Well, I do like we shot 71 times, took 71 shots, and, you know, that's mm-hmm. 16 more than they did. If we're getting more shots than the other team, it's really good. And I think we'll score more, too, man, If or that defense kind of keeps us because you know, a lot of times oh. they're getting – Close to, to the shot clock going off and a shot clock violation.
0: Offense in this game was exciting. They're coming out there and dunking the ball right away, up and down the court, stealing, stealing, stealing. Like, really blocks. exciting, man. Blocking, up just like, I'm talking nasty blocks, just up in there, just like in your face, get that out of here, blocks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know and uh adrio another thing in these um, kind of the stat, the the um, plus or minus category and he's always leading always leading the team in plus or minus when he's out there the team's always doing better than the opponents the best like he's like a key to the him and joe are always tied for that lead like they've got to be out there
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know Joe played 36 minutes but I'm only 17 so it's good to get him a little rest um, yeah i agree i don't know what but you're right, that Chad. We weren't. He's got. To, he's probably gonna play more than that in
0: bigger games.
1: But Cheney's got to earn his spot, man. He's I mean, got to. Cheney's
0: got to get in there and start. You know, he's got to be the main guy down low. He's got to start like, you know, being a little more physical. I think. Yeah. I
1: and I, th- I think he kind of like. He did have four steals in that game. My goodness, that was nice to see. Mm-hmm. I know those are kind of sneaky.
0: Um, so. It was a good game I really enjoyed it it was a really fun game to watch um I think I texted and said to you that uh what what the heck are we doing this is crazy why are we shooting the ball like this uh during the first half uh, t- you know because we were shooting air balls um yeah and I was no, just, just like why yeah. like if your if your touch is off that bad it's time to Stop shooting. Drive it. Just drive it in the basket. You know, there were lands on both sides open. Let's
1: see, Yeah, what happened. yeah. And yeah, yeah. shot 44 points of the paint and the 18 free throw attempts. But we had to, uh, I mean, we dominated the points from turnovers. So we're turning them over. They had, they had a 24 turnovers. We've been turning these guys over quite a bit. And we scored 28 points off of those. Mm-hmm. So that's a really good number. Then we had 24 points fast breaks. That's pretty good. So we we're when we were taking advantage, when we were getting a steal, we were pushing the ball. and uh, But this is a game, yeah, I, I would have liked to see 90 or 100 score because these next couple, yeah. we're going to play a couple better teams. Uh,
0: I felt like we definitely took our foot off the gas at the end of this uh, game. And I think it was done by the coach and staff. Um, the, what, what, I mean, what do you think about that? How do you feel about, you know, <laughs> Do you think it's one of those things I should just, you know, hammer in there and and do, or you think you know it's okay to, you know, take I think a foot it gets Texas Southern, or... in
1: Texas Southern, Texas Southern yeah. so I think it's okay to try to get Cheney kind of adjusted. To the, you know, they've been playing just with pretty much mm. seven guys, so get him as that eighth guy and try to get Henderson, another guy that's six eight, kind of try to get them some minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I th- I don't think when you win by. 31 points. I don't think it's to a team what we talked about last week. They were picked to kind of win their conference, or yeah, yeah. Um, so not not too shabby. I, I don't know. I don't I don't have any complaints.
0: Not well. I don't have any either. I think we said last week this is going to be a tougher game, and goodness, uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, what do you what do you do though, from a coaching perspective, when you got guys out there shooting up air balls? Do you say you know, don't shoot the ball anymore, or do you like? Do you have confidence in your guys? You know, uh, I don't know. What what do you, what do you think? What's your? I'd like to hear your perspective on that. Well, you don't
1: really want to see too many airballs. Uh, I don't really. Uh, but man, you want to have confidence in your players. I mean, if if they've proven you've been with been with the team,
2: mm-hmm.
1: shown it in practice, you've shown it in everything leading up, and then the games thus far, you've seen it. in know what they've done maybe you know he wasn't the coach here last year but probably watched video a lot of video last year and saw what they could do so i think i mean he knows his players aren't aren't that bad but yeah i mean i i can said before i agree with you man it's always good to go inside a little
0: well here's the thing we're winning and uh i just can't complain about that so just keep doing what you're doing coach it's working and you know i'm probably you know I, I don't want to analyze it too much you know it's like you don't want to coach a player too much where you get in their head so uh, i'm just well, excited funny. man that he's winning and, and we're winning yeah. games that's just like being undefeated it, like it's just really exciting to be an arkansas resurrect basketball fan right now
1: it feels good right now man and it's i mean they're winning by pretty I mean, yeah, it, the, we, we all know it's, you know, hadn't been, you know, SEC opponents or, or big league opponents, but these games can play, man. They've got a lot of experience, and it's still beating and We weren't, weren't just squeaking out at the end. I'm interested to see what we're going to do when we do play a game at the very end, but these guys have shown that, that uh, there's some excitement because these guys have shown it's fun watching them play defense. You know, and it's like really where you're just like, man, I want to keep them. I want to keep him under 50. When you see 50 go up there and they score it for the first time in the season, four through four games, decent amount of games. Yeah. For example, size, and you're not given above uh, 50. And I like that he just loves playing some man. He don't, You know, he, he ain't trying to work out the, uh, you know, some zone defense, man. He believes mm-hmm. in this guys to play some yeah, you know. man. I mean, like with quite a bit of help defense, but. Yeah. I like that, too.
0: So. Absolutely. Well, what do you think about uh, moving into South Dakota, playing that? I I guess they're coming to us, uh, South Dakota. Is this, uh, you know, this is just kind of one of your smaller schools, right? It's not – are they like a yeah. conference or –
1: no, they're. I mean, they're not a powerhouse. Um, but they play in the Summit League. You know, teams like Roberts, North Dakota, Denver, North okay. Dakota State, South Dakota State. It's a, it's a, it's a one bid team in the NCAA tournament. But it's not. Mm-hmm. The, it's not the. Um, but so far, they're five and zero. They've beat Pacific. They've went to at Hawaii, and won a tournament there, which is not. Easy uh, beat Florida A&M, Texas Southern, mm. who we just played. So a comparable score, they beat Texas Southern, eighty-eight, sixty-nine. Took care of business, and then best beat uh, S.I.U. Southern Illinois, uh, Edwardsville. Uh, after that, they're the number one three-point shooting team, as in percentage, all year oh, wow. in the country at wow. three hundred something teams. So they, you know, we've been giving up like thirteen percent, pretty much all all of these games, these first games. Not a lot of guys making their teams making more than one or two threes on us and you got a team that's shot 47 out of 92 for the season um just kind of a and we've got the arkansas right now has got the i think third best as of today third best three-point field goal percentage defense so it's gonna be a heck of a matchup as far from the uh from that standpoint on the
0: perimeter that's gonna be exciting
1: so they're uh He coached Todd Lee. He played for South Dakota there. Uh, He coached under Coach Must in the CBA, the Continental Basketball Association, in the 90s, early 90s. Mm -hmm.
0: It used
1: to be a minor league, kind of like the uh, D League is now, G League. Okay. Um, This is his first D1 job, head job. He's been D D2 coach for a while. but So he goes back to his uh, alma mater and coaches. Um, So he's done all right there. Um, Yeah. he's a known as kind of a defensive coach been for his uh kind of previous stops um he worked under dan marley if you remember him played for the suns back in the uh 90s he used to be pretty good on nba jam um uh, okay. that video game um used to be him and barkley teamed up they were pretty good but he, he was pretty good on those teams but um and he was just kind of the defensive uh defensive coach just had the you know he was responsible for the defense.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he's known as defensive coach. Um, so they're picked second in that Summit Summit League out of I think twelve teams or so. Got the preseason conference player of the year, Stanley Amude.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they got a couple more. Another guy, Tristan Simpson, who's a All Conference first team. And then they got this guy, uh, second team All Conference preseason. This Tyler Hagdorn, Hague, Hags, I guess they call Hags. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 6'10, sat it all last year, but he's a 6'10 guy that one game just went, uh, had eight three pointers. Oh, so wow. He stands out there just with our kind of shorter defense, man. He can kind of like we wanted Van, to see what Vanover could do. He's kind of out there just shooting over the top of people as well as um, getting inside, too. Okay. Okay. But uh, the it's, it's pretty much that starting lineup kind of tr- Simpson, the point guard, um, mm-hmm. Amude, six six uh the Hagar and he's six ten, senior forward. They've all seniors and juniors, and then they got Cole Kelly, Cody Kelly, five eleven guard. Um, saw highlights at least. Couldn't find any games on these guys. Not even on ESPN plus or anything.
0: Oh really? But
1: he just like I saw how he just rips three, missed one, ball back out, just rips it. So he's not scared. He's one of those guys. Shooting much three, and then Tyler Peterson is six four senior guard. So They've got four seniors and a guard in that starting lineup coming in here ready to jack some threes. Oh wow. And then they're Bench is kind of rounded out. Hunter Goodrich, six seven, Australian freshman. Ty Chisholm, 6'4", junior guard. Brandon Armstrong, six five, senior guard. Cruz Perot Hunt, six three, freshman guard from New Zealand. Oh wow! Um, they don't really run too deep in the uh, in the roster, okay. um, but a couple of those guys just to come and spell the start lineup. Well,
0: that I think- That's-
1: South Dakota, the Coyotes for you.
0: Well, I think we got a good chance to go in there and beat that team. Then we go in and we play a real tough team, real tough game with this uh, Georgia Tech. And I'll be honest, I didn't do a lot of research on uh, South Dakota, but I have been looking into Georgia Tech a little bit. And I watched that Georgia Tech-Georgia game. At, yeah. uh Well, parts of it. I couldn't sit through the whole thing. I like texted and stuff like that during it, so. I was kind of like <laughs> doing two things at once. But I had it on. And I saw some of the game. I'll tell you what, you know, they got a good team that moves really fast up and down the court. And, um, you know, I was—I guess the name that stood out to me the most was, was Banks in this game. He had a really good game. And uh, Devo uh, seemed to have the best game. Like They seemed to be like the guys that were kind of like you know, balling out there or whatever. Uh, so, I don't know. You watched it. What did you think about the game?
1: Yeah, no, I'm, well, I was trying to get this. Uh, uh, when Georgia Tech came in Bud Walton Arena, and we just could not score. Um, oh, but uh, kind of like we're, you're talking about James, the first guy you mentioned, James Banks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um he's – He's a what six six ten six eleven power forward. Like you just look at it. The other day in that game, you probably noticed his shoes were like bright, bright blue. Not even Georgia Tech's colors, but you knew who that was. Mm-hmm. But last year, for instance, he had fourteen points, five blocks, fourteen rebounds. Oh, wow. um, so he's a guy against our uh, smaller stature man that we've if we can if we can stop him from from doing that again and, and mm-hmm. having one of his patented games. He's like one of the nation's mm-hmm. best shot blockers. Um,
0: really? You got to take it to him, you know, he plays hard.
1: Oh yeah. You got to kind of get him, get him moving and make sure your crisp passes kind of underneath, you know, mm-hmm. um, cause trying to get him up in the air and not, you know, to be one of the kind of that known for that, like one of the nation's best shot blockers. I mean, he's pretty good at timing things and, and, mm-hmm you're going to shoot it, but if you can kind of make plays down low, um, kind of get them in foul trouble, like you're saying, take him at it. Um, so what they're going to do is, uh, they, they play a little bit of man-to-man, but they um, in that game, they played, they started with man-to-man, and then I think they went to zone the rest of the game. It's kind of a, looks like a 2-1-2, kind of 2-3 with, as long as Banks is staying staying in that middle, uh, mm-hmm. down low in the paint protector, that's where he just if you can get him out of there um. Somehow get the other guys to kind of just attack that zone, get mm-hmm. them out of position. You know, have a better chance. Exactly. But, uh, just yeah, you don't you don't want to go one on one with them unless you can just get that
0: foul called. But. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you got Pram. I think he's a bench guy, but he's coming off the bench, man. Lighting it up, hitting some threes. Uh, I think Caleb Moore is supposed to be the big. Three-point guy that shoots shoots a lot, but uh, he hit one. Anyway, that that was, you know, seeing those two out there, shooting the ball around, trying to jack it up a little bit. But they seem to be very, I don't know, I guess specific with their shots. Um, they didn't take a lot of three-point shots.
1: Yeah, no, really, it's that uh, Michael DeVoe that you also touched on. I mean, in that game, George, he's 34. Points mm. um, NC State game. Uh, so they started off the season. They're two and one. They've just played three games. So, you know, we've played four. There's a lot of teams that's played five, even maybe one or two that's played six, but have not played a lot right now. You know, they start the year off, very first game of the year against NC State and mm-hmm. uh, go there and win. So they started, which is weird because they're both in the ACC. So they started off a opening game of the year SC, uh, visiting ACC Arena and won in overtime. So they're not a bad team and NC State's projected to go to the tournament mm-hmm. at least right now. So be a tournament type team. So this team's coming in, man. I mean, they or we're coming in there and our first So it's gonna be interesting how we how we're at oh, yeah. first road game under us, man.
0: You know, I think I think you can win this game. I think you got to uh you know, personally, I feel like you gotta go in and you gotta, you know, focus on getting in the paint, shooting the ball, and uh, doing a good job with your free throws, uh, keeping that that high percentage. I think you come in and hit a seventy percent free throw. Uh, you're taking at the paint quite a bit, and you try to keep your three point shots under twenty. Um, I think you're looking at a good game for Arkansas. You know, um, I think I think we can definitely win it. Uh, but you know, I don't know. That that's that's where I see the. You know the biggest glaring differences or whatnot between the two are, Um, but I mean if you come in, you get hot hitting threes too. I mean that's exciting also. Just like Isaiah Joe, just draining them. That'd be that'd be fun way to win too. But I don't know. That's just my thoughts. What do you think?
1: Yeah, man. Um, There's gonna be us opportunities for wide open threes because. Our guards, are, you know, you want to attack the middle of the zone. If they kind of come up and double-team you, you run in trouble. Mm-hmm. But I think it just needs to be Isaiah Joe or even Mason Jones if he's having one of his um, on nights as he had before, you know, scored 30 a couple games ago. Mm-hmm. Now, if he has one of those nights. And Joe, to me, always has, always has the green light to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I agree with but that. But, you, you know, you want to hit that middle of the zone, get some soft spots, you know, right around there, kind of the short corner, work it around. But if they get a good look from everybody else – you know, I don't want, I really don't want some of these guys against Georgia Tech, um, mm-hmm. you know, taking shots. I mean, I'm sorry. It just hadn't been shown, you know, a couple of these players seal it or, you know, Harris goes over for three the last game. Mm-hmm. Just going with the good looks from Jordan Jones taking it from three. I still believe in seals, but I just like Desi. I like the way he plays. I'm always like, man, you're going to hit it. You're going to hit it eventually. Oh, yeah. But he always, after he do not hit one or two, he, he he knows to start i mean he goes inside even more and he's a tough player but mm-hmm. um so uh pretty much the key to this game is limiting banks you know getting second chance opportunities um i think our defense will frustrate them watching that game they had just a lot of one on one dribbling
0: mm-hmm. not
1: much ball movement um they go on shooting slumps they they've had uh, turnover problems this year um
0: yeah, they're, they're coming off of a game where they just played Georgia, too. So they're coming off a really tough game. They're beat up. They're worn
1: the rivalry, out, you yeah. know. Yeah, a rivalry game. And, uh, but, you know, that Banks, I mean, yeah, he had six blocks in the game, ten rebounds, but he only had six points.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, two out of four. Not If we can 0 oh for 4 from free throw. So it's kind of like if we've got some fouls to give, you know, I don't mind, you know, a couple guys, you know, maybe like, hey, don't let them get the easy. You know, he's
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, kind of like dunk or nothing, pretty much, or maybe an easy turnaround limit. It's going to make him go to the line and earn it. Um, but DeVoe's the guy you don't want to get open. you got to watch for him. He can hit from anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then Alvarado, who kind of tore us up last year, um, yeah. but, but he's kind of limited on the ankle this other day. You know, he's kind of struggling. But last year he scored 20 on us and just – Get some big threes down the stretch, little point guard. Tough point guard from Brooklyn, man. But we couldn't solve him last year, so it'll be interesting to see. Um So maybe they'll just rest him with that ankle. But whatever, I'd like to get some revenge on Alvarado. Bring him on.
0: Oh, you know he's coming, even with yeah, the he's, ankle. He's coming out to play. Yeah, exactly. Tape it up play. and get him out there. You know, get him at least no, fifteen minutes, probably.
1: Gotta give him some. You gotta give him some uh, time. I mean. I mean, he did play 16 minutes, one out of six. I'd take that, though. I'd like to see him come playing or mm-hmm. go out there and go one for six against us. But it's a, it's a team I, I expect us to go and win. If, yeah. You know, getting all this praise, I think it's a team we should go in and, and win, and I'd be proud to be proud of a win. I'm not going uh, to scoff be a big at lead. it, you know. It's going to be yeah, a big win. We're on talking the road. about an
0: ACC team, one of the best basketball conferences in the nation. They got a two and one record. Uh, well, I guess what three and one now. So, oh no, two and two, two and two. Okay, so they're coming in. No, two they're and two, two and
1: one now after last night.
0: Oh, two and one after, after last night. After right.
1: yeah, after they lost to Georgia, but
0: okay, so they're coming in with a two and one record. So, who are their two wins to any any big big time schools or?
1: Yeah, they opened up the season in a conference game. Oh wow! Against. The, NC State beat them in overtime 82 oh
0: wow so so a, big, conference already a big win already oh wow on the
1: road and then they beat uh, beat uh, Elon yes. 64-41 so they really, haven't I mean, that one went on the road that very first night man when we were playing Rice they beat NC State there oh,
0: So it's going to be a tough game it's going to be a tough so they've game. been in the they've
1: been in the battle this year what are they ranked
0: games? in their division in the SEC like where are they or the uh, ACC. Tied
1: for, tied for first right now since they're 1-0. Hmm. Wow.
0: <laughs>
1: a lot of, lot of lead season left to play with. I mean. Still. We'll know more about them pretty soon. Like, after after we play them and beat them, I'm going to root for them against, like, they play Nebraska, Syracuse, Kentucky in, in non-conference. Mm-hmm. Houston. Uh, I'll, I'll root for Georgia Tech. You know, make us look better. It's, but it's be a, game a
0: big game. game. Big game, guys. I mean, this is a... This is a huge basketball game. Everybody needs to tune in. Yes, and, uh, really like, this, is, this is this the biggest game of the year so far. I mean, you got to get excited yeah, about sure. a game like this, and uh, you know, tune in, flip the TV on, and uh, check it out. I think we got a good opportunity to win this. I think if Georgia can beat them, we can beat them too. Um, mm-hmm. I think that. You know, like I said, if we 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 just have a good day shooting free throws, we keep it in the paint, and we limit our three point shots. I think we win this game. Um, go in there and start jacking up crazy threes with all kinds of crazy people, like you were saying, and, and they are pulling up a bunch of rebounds that we can't get because we're short. Yeah. <laughs> then you got then you got a situation. So you know, you gotta play to our advantage. I yeah, think we, we could. I think we can. I think this game's going to tell us a lot about this coach, too. I think. You I know. do,
1: too, man. How are we on the road, man? It's big, and in, in college basketball, road games are tough. Yep. Um, they're they're not they're nothing to be. Uh, so you know, the non conference really lines up where it's not that tough. But yeah, but you got three road games, true road games. Not mm. you know, a lot of teams will play a neutral site games somewhere in the Bahamas or somewhere,
2: mm-hmm. or
1: just somewhere in, in even in the USA, just. Um, People are playing Charleston, Coastal Carolina today. But, but, you know, we're playing true road games. This is nothing The I mean, this is going to be – we need this game. Like, we don't have – but we don't have a lot of just huge opponents on the schedule. And and SEC basketball in general so far this year is not impressed. So we need every win we can get if we're going to make the big
0: dance. Gotta win it. Gotta win this game. This is a big win. Makes it
1: exciting though. I'm ready for it
0: though. It's like, man,
1: come on, bring it on, you know.
0: I am. I'm ready for a real game and I'm ready to see where we're at. I think this tells us like you beat this team, we got a chance to Like, we got a chance to win almost all of our games. Yeah, I mean That's no, a big Kentucky win. Loss. This is a big win. We win this
1: one. Yeah, Florida's been struggling. Kentucky lost to Evansville. So we're we're coming for the championship, man.
0: Man, this is so year. far. What an exciting year! Well, I guess we just do some yeah. predictions, or
1: yeah. Um, all right, I'll go Arkansas. Okay, South five, Dakota. How about that? Um, so this is gonna be four over five and zero. I'm gonna go Arkansas. I'm gonna go Arkansas ninety. South Dakota. I think they're gonna score. I think they're gonna get. I don't know. I feel like they're gonna make enough threes. I'm gonna go ninety to fifty-eight. Hmm. Goodness, that's a.
0: That's I'd a say lot. I'd hmm. say Arkansas eighty-two. South Dakota forty-nine. No, I like it. And then okay. we go play the big boy. George uh, Tech.
1: ACC team on the ACC network. They're announcer.
0: This is like when you 7-1. say when you say SEC is big boy football, ACC is big boy basketball. That's what we're facing go play.
1: Yeah, for sure. This is a team every, that's go
0: Every team in this conference is a good team.
1: This, this team's used to play in Duke and North Carolina twice. Syracuse and among all the other damn good teams in the uh, – 6 o'clock, though, Central time. Man. It's going to be like right after 7 o'clock your time. Even earlier, it's going to be a good – like I like it to get there and eat. As soon as I get home, man, I'm going to be watching Georgia Tech and Arkansas.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I'm going Arkansas. I'm going to Arkansas um, – 76 Georgia Tech uh,
0: 63 okay I'm gonna say uh, Arkansas 85 Georgia Tech 62 I like it
1: how would that be It's come in there and just just yeah. smoke them by 20 or 30 just like we've been doing
0: yeah I don't know. I don't know why we would do that. That was probably a real. It's probably going to be more like, I mean, that was my pick. I'm not changing. That was my my thing. But it's probably going to be more like, like, now that I think of it, I bet it'll be more in the, you know, Georgia Tech 81, Arkansas 85. (laughs) Yeah, sure. It's going to be a close one. But that's okay.
1: As long as we win, man. I mean, that'd make a 6 and. Then we got Northern Kentucky, awesome P. Eight.
0: We could be undefeated. We beat them. That's gonna be sweet. And
1: then at Western Kentucky, 9 and We need revenge. They got Trubassy, big big guy inside that kind of he he kind of worked Gafford pretty good last year. But uh, and we got Tulsa at home. Got to win that. Valparaiso at home. Got at Indiana. You know we played there well last year. Hmm. Uh, Anderson's last game should have you know should have won that game. We were kind of. You know, we're short a player or two, but uh, almost almost one there. So we're not going to be scared going to Indiana. when that, then you go into SEC play. You're looking at maybe. I mean, what if it's just one loss? I mean, just one of those one of those road games. But you're looking at a pretty good non-con man. We've got some proving left to do. We haven't been anybody.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you know, we'll I, know a lot about our team after this game.
1: I think I think it's just it feels like you could take de- defense. You can go on the road and. Uh, you know your defense can play well there if you're not hitting shots. If we still, you know, they they've been playing really well, man. They've got. Does Vegas
0: got uh, either of those games up yet?
1: No, not no. yet,
0: man. Seems like they just they just do the day off man. They just yeah, basketball. Yeah, seems to... like it most of the time.
1: They just like I guess it just I don't know I don't know why it changes so sporadic or just like from day to day that much, but I guess it does.
0: Right, if you're betting on it, man, go ahead and use promo code alcohol. All right. Well, yep. Yeah. Oh, what were you gonna say?
1: No, I was gonna say, I predict we'll be, I bet we'll be about fifteen point favorites over South Dakota, and I don't Georgia Tech. I don't know, man. It's gonna be somewhere Georgia Tech or us are gonna be favored, just probably by a couple.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so, I bet you're right. I don't know how we play on the road yet. No, we'll fix and find out. Fix and yep, find out right. exactly who we are, what kind of team we are.
1: That's gonna be a good Thanksgiving week, man. It's undefeated basketball coming off an LSU win go play Missouri full on turkey and all kinds of other good pies and all (laughs) kinds of good food just like watch the good flip the
0: game super excited
1: I can't wait man.
0: well not only are we undefeated in uh, basketball we got a one loss team to talk about what hockey? yeah we do we're going to play Alabama this weekend, and uh, you know I'm just happy to say I think we are going to beat the living dog tar out of Alabama.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, we played them earlier in Huntsville, what, a couple of weeks ago we beat them eleven to one. So
0: that's pretty good. And how many?
1: We've one, two, three, four, five. Five straight games where we've scored in double figures
0: mm-hmm.
1: and only giving up twos the most we just talked about this last week oh yeah Give up two the most has still been going on <laughs> this team is like this, this is this is for real this team I mean, is we've a beast man this we've team. been
0: saying it though
1: last this I mean
0: we've been saying it since we've been saying this since we were in college and we were going to the hockey games and watching them Oh, man. Well, heck, you're right there. You probably still do go, don't you? Oh, yeah. I like going,
1: man, of course. But I'm planning on – they play a lot of road games, man, but I'm looking – I like – I like. Uh, we play – I can't wait for that Alabama game. And whew, They play them again in February. They want to take, take a, I mean, the man. old lady out for Valentine's Day, go to the – go eat some Italian food and go to the Jones Center for Alabama game.
0: Valentine's oh. night, man. That'd be real nice. It'd be a fun, fun, fun evening.
1: Yeah. There's not a whole lot of University of Alabama Huntsville in January. I'm going to be out of town this I Oh, that was last. There's not a home game till January, so I've got to go. Oh, man, they play East Texas Baptist University uh, last day of January and first day of February. Uh, D2 school, so right before the SEC tournament. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, I see that. I'm looking. We're, I can't we're wait for almost that. almost in a tournament play. I mean, it's, 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 it's going to be coming up on us.
1: Yeah, this is good. Goodness. We're going to get the rankings. Man, I hope they've we'll updated this week. We're all going to find out together.
0: What do you think? What do you think about uh, this Alabama uh, game? What's your prediction on the first game?
1: I'm going to go to the first game, Arkansas. 10, Alabama 0. All right.
0: What do you think about game number two?
1: Game number two? Uh-huh. Well, until they don't score double figures, I can't pick a game. Saw so 13, Alabama 2.
0: All right. I think, uh, man, I think it's going to be exciting, you know, to watch watch these games. I think these are going to be some, some hockey games that a, a lot of people... Are gonna want to uh, tune into? I think that uh, you know it's, it's just it's just gonna be a good weekend for Razorback Sports, and I think this this is gonna help you know just kind of set that weekend off, you know, and uh, you know I think I I bet you Saturday we're looking at fifteen to zero, and then I think. On Sunday, Alabama messes up and scores one. Maybe they come out and score one first, and mm. then we score twenty. And I think it's gonna be a twenty to one game. I like it, man. Yep. And these are like realistic. Like I know everybody. There might be some folks right now going, this, "Are they talking about hockey?" That's a not. That's not realistic. No, for the University of Arkansas, those are realistic scores. Like, we, we are just stomping people. Mm. We hadn't got the 20 mark yet, but, I mean, we got 14, 15, 13, you know. Like, we're knocking on the door at 20. We're going to do it.
1: Yeah, it might come uh, It might come this weekend against Alabama. I mean.
0: And all you, that can Alabama you can watch all these games right on the, uh, you know, right on the tv or whatnot with youtube so it's great uh but we got the two o'clock game and, and a nine o'clock game i mean you get up sunday morning you know after a big long day of football and get yourself a big nice cup of coffee and turn on the hockey game and just sit back in the easy chair and wake up <sighs> sorry i
1: that 9 a.m man that's fun are you yeah, apologizing to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I thought maybe I, just, a... thought maybe I just went too far with the uh, you know watching the hockey game watching the game or whatever just kicking the back in the recliner
1: <laughs> it's uh, Alabama Huntsville this next home they're not they're actually ranked 15th in the uh, the uh, south region in this D3 so that's not bad you know it's, Forget home game. We're ranked first in the Pacific region. Last update: eleven fifteen. First in the Pacific region. What's up? Sweet. First. So, so our rating's second. So hope. Collins in the nation, like we're
0: second in the nation.
1: In the like the the the, compu- the rankings they have like. So there's the four ages, of course. And then we're we're ranked first. Our rating is eleven point three three. The highest rating is Hope College in the north region. Plays hockey at 11.77. Wow. And the next biggest score after that is 11.12 Michigan State. So we're second, man. We're second <laughs> in the nation.
0: That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome, guys. Number two in the nation. Hope
1: College, we're coming for
0: you. Wow, man. Kylie, Your checks got to get behind hockey. How can you not get behind this?
1: This is crazy, man. They're good.
0: They're good like this is a good team where's hope college oh
1: holland michigan
0: wow man they're way up no northern school all those northern schools are good
1: we're gonna win a championship against a michigan school man or of course the other one of the top you got michigan state third and then looks like uh florida atlantic is fourth so you know my uh, tampa's Pretty I was going to say
0: Tampa's got to be in there somewhere because they're a big time hockey program. The university you know,
1: just, of Tampa, you know, just estimating, you know, the top ten, top eight, you know, some teams kind of we're looking at playing, man. But that's that's killer. man. That number that two
0: university, in the and that, and just to give you guys some like perspective here, I know people say, "Oh, this is a club team." That University of Tampa team is not a club team. Like that is a Tampa sponsored like. Like, they got to a bus, and it's, like, wrapped. Like, it is school-sponsored. So. You think Hope like College they, is just. They make a big deal of it. You
1: think people are just uh, a club team for Hope College? No, man. I think they, there are definitely some in Michigan in there. That's definitely in the budget.
0: And we're going in there whipping these teams with a club. A really badass club, though. Yeah, man. Oh, we're really good. And it counts to me. Oh, yeah. Me too. Like, to My me, colleagues. it's ridiculous. They're not... <clears throat> we hadn't thrown some sort of ice rink on the campus yet. And I don't think it's fair to the students that they have to drive all the way into Dentonville watch a game.
1: Yeah, it shouldn't be off campus, man. No. I mean...
0: not when, Especially when you're winning like this. At least.
2: Well, I live out by... At least like put I live something out by the together lake, so we man, can watch it. a
0: couple games. like at least have like two games on campus or something. You know, oh, yeah.
1: I live out by the lake and it's closer to me to go to the Jones Center than it is for people on campus to go to the Jones Center. So <laughs> it shows you how far away it is, man.
0: So, but it's good for
1: you though. Yeah, it's good for me. I can't wait. Huntsville game but man I, I can't wait for that I mean it's so crazy man I'm too antsy about it I need to just go to nationals and where specific regionals I wonder if it says to be announced I wonder if like like does the maybe for the number one seed in the in the region do we host the regionals that'd be cool oh, wouldn't that be cool be sick man
0: the Jones Center
1: i move it to I don't know where that happened nationals in dallas a lot of kids that play on this team man are from from texas and stuff there's some or there's a fair number of them man they'd be happy to play in dallas for the championship
0: oh yeah that'd be cool this is crazy man if this we exciting. go to the championship game are you going like are you going to the i'll
1: probably game? go man. yeah i
0: might do that
1: it's not too far though
0: dallas I mean, you could fly into dallas pretty cheap so
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess last week Tampa was University of Tampa was. Well, we've had it. Hope College. What the hell happened? Where Hope College jumped up from like they were like eighth to
0: number one.
1: We're we're we were number two last week. We're still number two. <laughs>
0: that that sounds like something that happened to Arkansas. Just like oh, we've they can't the- be that good. They're Arkansas. <laughs>
1: they've got a lot more this is a lot more updated uh, rankings too this is exciting they're really getting into it actually like last week it was six teams in each division were not eligible this week for rankings for not being good standings but oh, then wow. this week they like doubles which makes it even like even like better like you can see more teams plus it's like oh those teams weren't better than us that's not why we're number two we are we're number two baby we're about to move and get to number one
0: exactly well, I just I just gotta say, keep on doing it, man. I'm super, super pumped, super excited about this ho- this hockey team, and I just can't wait to see the next couple of games. I'll probably just watch one, honestly. I usually don't watch two. I usually just put, like pick one game. I'll probably do the the morning game and watch that with a cup of coffee. But uh, you know, who knows?
1: Little capping and hockey, man, is
0: pretty nice. Oh, yeah, just you waiting
1: know, on. Fresh off to sleep, just woken up, man.
0: Waiting <laughs> on fantasy football to start up.
1: Got some food and maybe some good breakfast food.
0: i can go down to Lenny's. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Come back and watch that game. Ooh. Just get it to go, come back and just tear up a meal with all this <laughs> food. There
2: you go.
1: Just like you'd probably, they probably give you three people's worth. Just eat two people's worth. Oh,
0: man. All right, so uh, I don't know we, talked why, we, we, we talked about hockey. We talked about fantasy, man. What's going on with fantasy? Oh,
1: uh, well, Chad, I'm sorry. What? Put consolation bracket, man.
0: I, would, I mean, all right, so everybody wants to address the elephant in the room, I guess. All right, so here's the deal, Tim. <laughs> Yeah, here's the deal. When you play college <laughs> fantasy, mm-hmm. there's bye weeks during the playoffs. <laughs> yep. And my players run by <laughs> So I lost.
1: Why didn't you check? I the
0: win. I'm projected to score 170 in this game, back up to my 160s like I have been all year, but that one week, which was the first week of the playoffs, my folks were on by, and I lost. And that is just messed up, man.
1: (laughs) You lost by four, man. Four measly points. Four measly points. I could have gave you a couple. I won 160 to 139, and I was 8th place team.
0: Watch man. my scores. I bet I outscore everybody. I'm going to dominate this consolidation bracket. That's <laughs> embarrassing. I'm, gonna I'm embarrass. the real
1: champion. I'm the real champion. <laughs>
0: so. All right, so you're still in. We didn't get I mean, a chance beat, to play, which I'm one. real upset about, man. I thought we were going to get a chance to go head-to-head, head, head, and that would have been great. Yeah,
1: so instead I'm facing the Hogville. I would have been facing, wait, we just had to make it like four more points, five more points. he so had to get his like, like somebody else just your tight end and some just one running back, just six or just one touchdown, six points. Good. We would have been in playing in the semifinals. I said I'm playing Hogville Slammers. I'm projected to win. You never know about that. Then you got Go Tigers versus Arkansas Razorbacks. Mullet goes down. Vanagon is. Touchdown, Jesus, go down! You've got the most points projected. Projected, my laptop off the desk. You got the most projected points in the constellation bracket. So, oh yeah. So I'm here.
0: yeah, You're be- I'm good now. Pretty- I'm good now. That all my guys got got to buy.
1: Man, you had been projected to beat me. I'm not gonna feel too good if you score more than me. What will we? We'll never know, then, will we?
0: never know so somebody besides me is getting the shirt and uh, goodness I'm I'm really kind of bummed out about it but at the same time you know it's it's fantasy sports what can you do you know you just do what you can do and, and next year I'll take into consideration the bye week during uh, the playoffs.
1: Thinking about college, too, man. Yeah, you're just going to...
0: I wish it went into the bowl somehow. I don't know, but wouldn't that be cool? We can do cool? bowl picks.
1: We did bowl picks last year. We can just bowl picks, so. up.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, but if there's a fancy bowl, like pick like pick the top...
0: Or what if the playoffs winner? could be during the... I guess you couldn't do that, though. No. Yeah.
1: You got Boyd, man. One of your top players is Boyd. Sadly, he's not playing past these next two games. Yeah.
0: I like fantasy though, man.
1: College fantasy is a new thing, man. So we can It's can't...
0: fun. I like it. It's fun. It's 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 really enjoyable. It really is. You
1: got and you got to play to know for, for uh, you know mm-hmm. leagues know how popular it is and to spend money on improving it.
0: So, well,
1: uh, so who's your pick to? You think I'm gonna who's gonna win? Who's gonna win the uh, fantasy? The yeah, and fancy.
0: Well, I'm picking you to win it, man. You better fantasy. dang win it, cause I didn't win it. So you have to win now, cause you no. know that's that's the deal. And then we can like pick. We can just like you know, we can give. We can I don't know give a shirt to a fan or something. We can do like a uh, giveaway or something. I
1: don't I don't know about that. No, I kind of wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind something else. Yeah.
0: Well, there you go. Get you something
1: nice. <laughs> I'd probably still like to give it, to but I don't know. Like I don't know if I'm gonna win it though. I guess we'll worry about that. We'll cross that bridge, man. We'll there, you know.
0: I gotta I think, win I, it first. I think you're gonna win it. I think you're gonna win the thing, and you're gonna have to make a decision.
2: Well,
1: we'll find out.
0: I'm rooting for you, so we'll see what happens. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was fun. I can't wait. to Do it again next year. And you You, you want to set up a bowl thing? Lord, I no, think we yeah. should do it. Let's do a pick'em. Yeah. So if you guys are wanting to do a uh, college bowl pick'em, we'll be uh, setting one of those up. So uh, keep on the lookout, and uh, I don't know. Maybe we can find something for for whoever wins it.
1: Alright. You know what? And there's nobody looking at the trade block because. I had Trevor Lawrence, and Clemson's quarterback, on the trading block back in back in September. All I wanted was a running back. Mm-hmm. I was willing to will and deal. Man, there are some good teams this year for nobody. People, everybody uses the mobile apps. You know, you really don't see like the mm-hmm. actions or messages of the trading block as well. If you're using, you know, the app, it's computer. But it's been a fun year.
2: it's been the blast.
0: Really- Well, I get. Uh, I guess uh, you know we're not gonna see Butch Davis get the uh, get the call up from Florida International. I hadn't heard his name at all.
1: <laughs> I heard you talk about him,
0: man. I know that's it. Just me, but like I haven't heard any media talk about him whatsoever at all.
1: Man, not even a mention. Not even I haven't a... heard Sparger <laughs> either. <laughs> so.
0: I haven't either. I haven't either. <laughs> so or stoops, another, Bob or Stoops choose. and that's that. Exact, and that I haven't heard that. Bob Stoops for anybody. Oh. Meyer either man, like like out <laughs> yeah.
1: maybe Meyer's gonna need to USC if any
0: I guess the guys <laughs> on my list that we've heard from so far was is, is Houston Nut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Uh Mike Leach and Skip Holtz. So I, I think I think my list can be narrowed down to those four at this point <laughs> of the guys that I said I wanted. So Oh yeah. I'd be happy with any one of those four too.
1: It's coming, man. I can't wait. I wish we could kind of just find out who it is.
0: I know it. Sorry, sorry, I went back in the football coach. New, uh,
1: it's a new, it's a new, new, new beginning, man. It's gonna be a new race back. Like, look, man, it's it's a shame we had to we had to drop a coach a year and three quarters into it, but uh, but it had to be done. Yeah, it did. And nobody understands our plight but us, man. And it was bad. You can't get beat to Western Kentucky by thirty. You can't get beat mm-hmm. at home to Mississippi State before. 50.
0: Mm-mm. Ole Miss. You're getting the witness. car out of you and stuff. Yeah.
1: We got the money and your check said we got the So it's like, damn, what are we waiting on? Should have been done after San Jose State.
0: Exactly.
1: Well, give Lonnie a better chance,
0: man. You're 100% correct.
1: But I guess they, they don't see it like we do. Maybe a little late, I guess. Cause we, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that first remember that third podcast this, uh, this year where we were talking to Talking to Luke and you we're know, talking about, like, what are, are we going to fire him if we lose to Portland State? And they really only
0: had a chance
1: down seven with
0: did. The- <laughs> Luke. Was like, you shouldn't even be saying that. Saying that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> ha, ha ha ha. Oh, we're going to beat them 50 to 10.
0: Yeah, Lee, that didn't work out the way we thought, did it? No, it didn't. well, maybe it did. Well, either way. We're getting a brand new coach. All you got to do is stay tuned. Go Hogs.
2: Woo pig.